0: Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you've got to go check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Do you enjoy listening to us every week? Want to support us even more?
1: Become a friend of the program. Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast oh, for just four sixty nine. Nice, <laughs> nice. a month. Sorry, you get 20% you off all of all our merchandise, you exclusive giveaways. Hot you can ask us uh, any questions you may have yeah. on our cash Patreon title of our question show. segment every week. That's all I heard. <laughs> or about. just leave us basically a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Become a friend of the program again today. That's Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast.
2: Lastly, do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Yes. Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass <laughs> men who are more successful than you? Well, after doing what Bradley and Bobby just told you to do, head on over to circlebdyecast.com for all your diecast needs and merchandise, and be sure to use promo code <laughs> BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. You should, you should
0: and one last well, thing before we get started, we'd like to give a shout out to the Graphics Coop, Any Racing News, and Damian Eugene Photography for all their support. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the It's the Black, black show. Flag Podcast. You. Every fucking
1: week. I <laughs> no. hate my fucking job. Race
3: analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. He forgets that if they changed the rules and took the Champions provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years so uh, occasional alcohol consumption uh, jimmy johnson
1: is on pit road because i think he's the leader and
3: calling people on their shit it refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions question. this week's black flag podcast is now in session hey we edged him out we beat him so it's all good
2: uh, am i doing it yeah okay so Come this is going to be episode 199 of the black flag podcast Ooh, travis patrona <laughs> 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 trevor piranha never heard of him uh, as always, I'm going to be Charlie Samborne That's at C Sanborn. I, 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 you're gonna, to my you're going to play <laughs> Charlie Samborn. Just today. <laughs> <laughs> today. Only today. Uh, to my left is Bradley Saucier. The, his left is Bobby Timmons. And boys, we have another a, redhead. A, okay. It's we so red <laughs> down here. Yeah. I just have like a foot
3: on him but it's okay. Yeah. So most red. people do, <laughs>
2: uh, uh, across from me, we do have a guest in studio for the first time since I believe Michael was it Christopher Junior? No, we had... Uh, didn't didn't Joey Trent, Trent came mm-hmm. down Trent here? Oh, Joey. Joey. Yeah. Joey. Oh, you're right. Wow, that was a long time ago. Uh, anyway, uh, Alman Evans is in front of me. Driving car number three out of Tamworth, New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the biggest Dale Earnhardt fan I have ever met. For uh, Dale And we're going to argue a little bit on how much I uh, think that Dale Earnhardt's <laughs> overrated. Uh, but so uh, I think you guys just, already were <laughs> you just made so many people so mad right now
0: like not even just like a record scratch like freeze frame like people are slamming on their brakes on the inter- that, like, interstate that right? was
2: the equivalent of like when you walk into a, a like a podunk bar in the middle of you know jesus is america and there's just like the three regulars oh, the there and then you I've walk through <laughs> you, you walk through there. the door and there's just like a record scratch and it's like oh that, we no, don't like your con around here, boy. It's but.
0: literally like if the priest was up there like <laughs> holding up like make-believe baby Jesus or whatever, and you just walked in, you're like, yeah, Jesus isn't real, and then just like walked out. That's like essentially what you just did.
2: Well, Dale Earnhardt was pretty overrated. So, did you guys have a good Christmas? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let's Dale, talk about Dale that. did. Not we do heard. typically talk about our weekends. Alman, I know that you like the show, right? Um, it's okay yeah you you do listen to You already admitted that it's part of your rotation uh at yes, work that so.
1: certainly helps we had a guest once who uh, <laughs> uh after getting done telling us what we should do differently about halfway through the recording admitted to us that he'd never listened to a single episode
3: so. well you really hate to see that to be honest yeah that, yeah. Happen. Uh, yeah. that did happen uh did happen
2: uh, so yeah let's uh, let's talk about our weekends Christmas happened boys that was just a couple days ago on Sunday um, <laughs> a- allegedly that was Jesus's birthday uh, did you get anything good Bobbert no Ouch. All right. Bro. <laughs> uh,
3: now shout well, out. Apparently, my gift got lost in the mail, but it's a okay. <laughs> Shout so, out to so my my parents. So
0: far, we've upset all Dale Senior fans <laughs> in the whole Timmons family. Now, shout out to my
1: family. They finally mailed it in, like I like to mail it in for the holidays, and Mom just gave <clears throat> uh, Mom and Dad just gave me and my sister a bunch of money. Love that for uh, Atlantic City and Daytona. So uh, pretty much covers. I had most of the trip or I had most of enough savings put away for those trips but uh Christmas certainly sealed the deal on those I can I could probably go gamble guilt free now in Atlantic City um mm. booked my flights or mm. going to book my flights for Daytona tomorrow and uh yeah good christmas spent it with the fam ate way too
0: much food like a lot of food glad uh glad you already situated your Daytona and Atlantic City plans cuz I sat down at work today and looked at the calendar and was like all right so I get paid that day that day <laughs> that day holy fuck i have three checks until daytona um so <laughs> i'm gonna start saving probably on the next one but um yeah yeah my A lot yeah. of overtime my friend my, you, hey well, I, keep yeah. in mind boys tax returns are gonna come too well that'll be that's how you, that'll re- pay that's how you recover <laughs> yeah yeah that's how i pay off my 700 dollars bar tab from uh the night one at beachside tavern but um and that's an after the fact thing to repay myself but or discover card um, yeah, my Nothing weekend,
1: like, uh, 19% APR on a bunch of <laughs> shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that happens. yeah. That happens
0: all too much, but you know, it, it doesn't boost the credit score. So as many shots as, uh, as the gaggle takes, I, uh, I get it paid back, I guess. And, and whatever that means really in the long run. But, uh, yeah, this, uh, this Christmas was supposed to be obviously, well, I guess one of the more normal Christmases since we, uh, are just fresh out of COVID allegedly, um,
1: Still
2: see a lot
0: of masks at the uh, grocery store, and
1: and uh, if you believe it or not, those are the people that are usually right in the fucking way. No,
2: what do you mean? <laughs>
3: uh, I have a story about that, and I would like to oh, tell it this during. Is fun. Um, uh, I mean, I don't have to tell weapon it of the, the week. Now. Yeah, it's yeah. weapon of the week material. Mm-hmm. It doesn't involve masks, but it was definitely a weapon of the week. Okay, <laughs>
0: I think I have a weapon of the week. Probably me. Usually is, but uh, so I was all excited, gonna go to some Christmas parties that I used to go to my whole childhood that I uh, haven't happened in a while, or at least. I wasn't invited to because, you know, didn't get the fucking jab. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. The guy underneath the bridge said that he was giving me the vaccine. It was something different. <laughs> um, I tested negative for the vaccine or whatever at my checkup. But uh, was all excited for that. And then my dad got sick on like Thursday, not with COVID. Um, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to not be able to go to the party. And I was like, well, if you're not going, I'm sure as fuck not going. So that was canceled. So that canceled my dad's Christmas and the party we're supposed to go to on Christmas Eve. I was like, that sucks. And then my aunt canceled the Christmas, which was the only other Christmas plans that I had because she also got sick. So, uh, yeah, just went to Massachusetts and uh, did Christmas with Amanda's family, which uh, actually they are way more festive than my family has ever been ever. So I uh, had a way better time than I probably would have in got general.
1: to see you uh, lace up the blades.
0: I did, yeah. I was I a little up, jealous. laced up the skates last night. My ass kind of hurts, and uh, so it in my ribs. Uh, did you do uh, a tumble? Oh, my God. So the windstorm... Funny thing about that was uh, it was rain uh, for a reason because it was too warm. So then the ice obviously, like, melted a little bit, at least the top layer. So the whole entire rink just was sticks underneath the ice. So, like, and there was, like, literally... That's tough we, <laughs> we went around With like a big Spotlight
3: Tough break um, Hate it hate, hate it for the boys Back in the show how,
0: I'm not kidding When I say that like It's it, certain areas Of where we were skating If you would have fallen You would have Legitimately got Impaled through Like your back And into like a Very important organ Pod because, hockey like, But extreme it was like is, it was like a, is <laughs> Bad Right uh, Allegedly Can you imagine yeah. How much better it. hockey Would be <laughs> if they just Had projectiles Sticking out of the ice <laughs> Yeah. Can you fucking imagine Well we're like Skating around With like a big like Spotlight And there's literally like full like huge branches and like parts of trees underneath the water and it's just sticking up and so it's just like really nobody thought to grab just a, just a hacksaw and like cut them down uh, no there there was too much to even st- if you would have started doing that you would have been out there uh, all day all be. night so yeah we we just <laughs> it it take very, chances Then <laughs> it was a very last minute decision and no one got impaled but uh yeah i i got so far i've done christmas with just amanda and uh got uh tickets to theo vaughn so so far we're winning on uh on Christmas. I don't friends. know who that is. Okay. Well, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, who Dale Sr. is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I specifically, remember how I told you, you to, a couple of weeks ago when we were at Buffalo Wellings <laughs> that I watched some Theo Vaughn? Yeah. That was strictly because I'd never heard of him. Yeah. And Abby's Funny like. Oh, so you are just like me. Abby's like, hey, so Amanda got Brad tickets to Theo Vaughn in Boston in March. Is that something you want to do? I'm like, I don't know, maybe, like. Until she told me it was a Saturday, and I'm like, absolutely not. But we watched anyway, and uh, I, I, that's kind of funny.
2: I can attest that I, I don't know what a Theo Vaughn is. Oh, but Never
1: you, heard of her. You yeah. would I
0: can't believe that you don't so know who they are, but you would Sean. find out. Click on the Fuck Netflix app play, on your television. Never heard of it.
1: Ty- <laughs> type in Theo Vaughn. I don't have a touchscreen TV, but. Hit play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, you, when you
0: jump on your Southwest flight tomorrow, just click on the uh, screen, <laughs> Netflix. <RAP. laughs> oh. Well, you got to <laughs> click the
1: button on your remote to get it up. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, Plus. very funny.
2: Stand-up comedian. No. Or the X okay. on your page recommend. Recommend. I will controller have to thing. check it out Brad, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, Christmas. Uh Christmas. Uh Mary so Chrysler. yeah, do you uh, got anything to announce? Uh well, you know, Bob, uh we made it official. Uh, I know that you guys knew for a little while now, but the uh, first ever Black Flag Baby That will know be about <laughs> uh, Will be uh, <laughs> oh, <yikes>. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to say it. I think Reagan said <laughs> Reagan On the, did, on yeah. the announcement It pretty
1: hilarious And somebody else like Surprise it took
2: this long Yeah and, uh, <laughs> Yeah Yeah I uh, know the first Black Flag Baby Is going to come onto the scene Around June of 2023 uh, Lindsay and I are very very excited um, You guys have known for A couple Months About a mu- month <sighs> Whenever Whenever we went to The Hookie game I think it was the beginning of yeah. November yeah, so um, a lot of our uh, gifts, even though it was only two days officially that we told everybody, uh, a lot of the gifts revolved around baby stuff, which was cool. Bradley and Uncle Brad and Aunt Amanda got uh, some sick little vans for the, the chitlin, and then uh, we went over to uh, Lindsey's brother's house for a little bit, and we got more vans for the baby, mm-hmm. and a uh, nice little, I, I guess it's a, ba- what's the difference between a bassinet and a crib? Cribs one's and, a one's and homies dog
0: and one is a gang.
2: <laughs> so I'm pretty. I think sure. we nailed it. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> hey, uh, that's a side note on the Cribs thing. Have you guys
3: ever seen uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s like MTV Cribs episode? That's it's incredible. On, that's on <laughs> <laughs> YouTube when it was like 2001, like right after his dad died, and it's just like the most out of pocket thing I've ever seen. He's it's wearing, like, it's he's a wearing, double, it's the double wide trailer that's across from DEI, but they had like renovated the basement to look like a nightclub in Charlotte. It and was it a is, nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just wearing like an affliction t shirt, <laughs> but it's like a 3XL That's with huge baggy like, like, side like, of the times. Yeah, yeah and it's just, like the tips. funniest thing you've ever seen. So anyway, highly recommend it. <laughs> it's on YouTube. It's yeah. like there's like four pixels to the whole video, but it's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was filmed with a potato, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. He's got like a rogue static hat on. <laughs> oh I like guarantee. It, said guarantee these, it. No, I think it was the Budweiser habit backwards like you always did mm. yeah it's
2: fantastic so uh yeah so i i, I got conned into putting a, a bassinet together which is basically just an overgrown laundry basket that you put was not that in. what the 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 red coach used
0: in the war i think
3: so. no me? that's a bayonet oh no it's oh, not <laughs> that yeah. same thing but like completely different i think
0: it's a musical instrument no that's a that's mm, no. a that's, wait no, no i know what it is homes. those <laughs> are the it's mighty one of those edm djs
2: avici oh no that's bass <laughs> nectar <laughs> Oh, oh, Steve Aoki! Uh, so you're putting your Steve terrible. Aoki together? Yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting our uh, your what, Dead Mouth 5 together. <laughs> 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 I, I'm putting this fucking uh, emo night Brooklyn together. In, um, uh, yeah, that that has now become our our collection area for baby shit. And mm-hmm. uh, I've never purchased diapers before, but now we've we've done that. But no, we're very excited. Uh, we're going to find out if it's a boy or a girl in about a month or so. So uh, we're going to see if we're going to have either a Charles Fourth or a, a little Lucy. A Lindsey Jr. Uh, yeah. Is <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. how that works? Uh, you know, I don't know, Bob. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was, it was a good Christmas, and... Uh, Yesterday didn't do really anything, and then today also didn't do anything because old Wizbang in front of us here showed up. Oh, Wizbang. We've been hanging out. Now, you are the banger of Wiz. Now, uh, this <laughs> is Alman Evans. Uh, Bobby and I have known him for... I've actually known him as probably as long as I've known you. Yeah, Well, I don't know.
1: What year did you start racing? It might have been a year after. Uh, it was two
3: thousand. Yeah, so so I've known you for six months left. So in 2001, (laughs) I have actually, like, a pretty funny story. So in 2001, um, we started going – so Aaron Ricker, the Rickers and my family and all that have been friends for, like, a long time. And um, so Aaron started racing at Beechridge and in the go-karts and stuff in 2001. But I remember going to the track with them because my dad was helping George Ricker out quite a bit, and – Standing in, if anybody remembers the go kart track at Beach Ridge, but all the people watching stood in the field that was like just before turn one <laughs> yeah, of the so big. for track. The, those that don't yeah.
1: know, there was a like a at the yeah, start and finish line of the big car better. track. There was like a cutaway. So then you went through that down the infield pit road, but the wrong direction, and yeah, then the, there was another cutaway. Yeah. yeah. Into turn four of the big track, it was the most botched abortion of a go kart track. Oh no! I it was actually pretty life.
3: fantastic. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so I
1: remember it had three being like, different elevations. <laughs>
3: yeah. I remember being like six years old, and then uh, watching the box feature and Bobby Timmons oh, no. uh, just rifled it into turn one um you know until he could see Jesus you, Bobby. you know I don't wanna, thought that it was, was? It that went, was him it's different
2: he rifles it
3: into turn one till he sees Jesus blows over the dirt banking and <laughs> lands you in and amongst dared. all of us Huge <laughs> <You> I mean <laughs> it had to have been a foot off the ground and I'm like yeah dad we're doing this next year so what
1: happened I don't remember a lot from that year but Charlie, you well, did. yeah, you, you were like
3: ten years old. I was that at was, like the no, you were I was eight. Like eight years old. I was, old. Eight. Yeah, I was, I was at the back
1: of the field because I sucked pond water when I started. And <laughs> I remember you and hitting did, a lot of worse. shit. Yeah, I was I pretty bad. <laughs> like we can we can dive into it deeper on a rainy day. But I almost got asked to stop racing because I was so bad. But luckily, <laughs> uh, Joe Pastore Senior was like, "No, no, can't run customers away. We're just going to make you start last every night until you figure it the fuck out." And I did. Forever thankful for that.
3: Anyways. I was running at the back he of was, the He was he was a good racing um, oh, yeah. like promoter yeah. to be yeah. honest. Like we always we like had troubles with him a little bit just because um my well George Ricker and my dad like to cheat all the time. But You're kidding. But uh Aaron <laughs> won an awful lot of races back then. <laughs> <you> hey <laughs> uh, hey just cuz we were smarter than the rule book that didn't mean nothing. But anyway, uh mm-hmm. no, I've he heard heard was a, a really that. good he was a really good race promoter and I appreciate everything he did. Um, for that deal but yeah so anyway, so Charlie
1: continue. Charlie, we, it was his first night ever earlier ever. in the night Charlie uh, hit an ambulance <laughs> probably well. should have packed it in then but didn't <laughs> And uh, kept racing, and he, you, you did and spin. I don't know walks. if you got spun or something. So, but so, you were backwards in the one turn, and the whole field just scattered. And I was like, no, oh, fuck. No. And I turned right and launched over the sand pile. And when I landed, it hurt my back really bad. I was an eight-year-old. I stopped driving and just proceeded to screaming and crying and then remembered, <laughs> yes. oh, i got to keep driving well, this thing.
3: The, the part I do remember it... you screaming and crying with your helmet off in where the like the pedestrians are supposed to be. I do remember just a spectator at this point. Yeah, like, and I was yeah, like, no, no this actually, like, that actually sounds pretty sick, yeah. So, <laughs> so the it part,
2: hurt pretty bad. The part that Bobby's <laughs> leaving out is of this botched abortion of a go-kart track that we ran on. The turn four to the go-kart track was also turn four of the big track. Well, there was a light pole there with a bunch of dirt that kind of just, like, washed onto the racetrack. And he's leaving out that, one, I already did not know what I was doing. Two, I didn't know where the groove was. Three, I hit the dirt. Every lap yeah, well, that You were way too fucking high Because
1: the rest of us yeah. Had no problem Getting through well, the, yeah, the clean pavement All you fucking part.
2: clowns Are going through the dirt Coming up off a of fork Because that shot you In the right direction To go down the front stretch Which yeah, I never. later figured out See <laughs> and... I got kind of
3: lucky like On that deal Because Aaron had already Been doing it for a couple years So it was like Oh Aaron was like Walk me through the track Like yeah. you know, Oh they did all that For me how... too But
2: it didn't fucking matter yeah. Anytime somebody no, Goes up beside I, me I I just, I'm a right like, or a left I, <laughs> I was literally following Aaron When I hit an ambulance So it didn't help me much Well yeah I actually do remember that as well, because I followed Aaron around. Maybe it was the
3: same... I think it was a year later that I started than new... I don't know, but I hit really fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah, that. Yeah, Charlie started in 01 as well. And Okay, uh, yeah. I'm July 27th, sure 2001 two. was my first race.
1: Well, that was good. Uh, the night Allman went, so... <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so...
1: Aaron was such anyway, a fucking so prick when we were kids. He was such yeah, an he asshole.
2: Is, and I always remember he was like, for some reason, he was like one of like the, oh my God, that's the, one of the older kids. And like, he's really not even that much older yeah, than yeah. us.
1: He would have been a year or two at the most. Yeah. But like, I remember him and Tucker Miller and Bradley Babb were like, they were the guys.
3: Oh, Tucker Miller. Dude, I haven't heard that name in a long time. They were time. running up front. I can I I never told week. you that name until you just said <laughs> I went to school with him, so it was
1: easier to remember. Um, he lives yeah. in Wyndham, but. We parked next to the Rickers And Aaron was so mean to me He was such a bully (laughs) But Susan and George were the absolute nicest Like I was so I cannot emphasize how fucking bad I was at go-karts When I started Like turned it around pretty quickly But George always was just like Hey man, like just stick with it. Like you had these like stickers. I don't remember what they were, but like you know, you do it something it was the it was a bad boy club right, sticker. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I still yeah. had those on my go kart. And too. he's yeah. like he <laughs> had one like with the with the transfer tape and he's like, you know, you earn this. Like you, you do something cool and, and I'll give you one of these, but you gotta earn it and I'm like, I fucking want one of those stickers and I eventually I think I wanna <laughs> my, race by my My end favorite of the year,
2: George or actually Sue Ricker story ever was there was one year, it was two thousand probably three. And my dad and I thought it would be a good idea. We're going to paint this go-kart up like a tiger because I was a little Uh, redheaded kid. You know what? I'm
3: going to interject here. I hate this story for you. (laughs) (laughs) So
2: we're like, we're going to paint this up like a tiger because we want all of the fucking everything pointed at us and all of the jokes made about us because I'm the little redheaded kid in a tiger go-kart. Well, you are still that
3: uh, for sure. Yeah.
2: So... Now, we had, like... I smell a throwback pain scheme coming. <laughs> we had, like, uh, zero Could you dollars. imagine a Pontiac nose with a tiger on it? <laughs> Come on. Cody Connor <laughs> Sandboard over
3: here. <laughs> Dude, so, Cody Connor, don't talk to me about we,
2: Cody Connor. We had, like, <laughs> we had, like, no money at all. So we came up with this grand scheme, and we're like, fuck, we don't know how to do that for zero dollars. So we literally went to like Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby, got like a roll of cheap like well, $10 oh, New
3: England, so it would have been a uh, uh, – isn't there like something like that? Movie gallery. I don't know. Uh, okay, but, sure. Yeah. I just remember this
1: go-kart being bar. in the
2: main mall and the vinyl peeling itself yeah. off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wasn't I, vinyl. It was I like, like paint. Well, I like whatever cut, it was. I like cut the sh- random stripes out and all this. I'm like, Dad, I don't know how to make a fucking face out of this. <laughs> oh, don't worry. My grandmother, bless her heart, she's 93 years old now. She used to paint. Well, she got appointed, hey, make this look like a tiger. Basically, it was two googly eyes and, like, cat whiskers. I love that. (laughs) And I'm like... Well, that was was it was pretty good looking if uh, Aaron
3: Ricker hadn't shown up that year. It would have been pretty good. Oh, was that like, the year he had the airbrushed eagle okay, go-kart? Okay, so there's no, no, am not done yet for fuck's <laughs> sake. Uh, no, no, it was just, the year fuck after. Fuck the podcast. We're just <laughs> having a trip down memory lane <laughs> <late laughs> is
2: all we're doing. So, <laughs> so we have this like googly-eyed Poor Brad. He might as well just
0: <laughs> leave. Yeah, no, I, I have to keep adjusting audio. Fucking. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm
2: yelling into this thing or if I'm whispering. I can't tell. No, you're So I have this googly-eyed fucking tabby cat go-kart. Yeah it looks like one of the cats you have up I raced it literally I'm not even joking maybe three times and Sue Ricker comes up to me and she's like I just can't anymore <laughs> and I'm like what's going on she's like I had this made for you <laughs> and it was literally like a, it like like a f- Bengals logo it was like almost. a three foot fucking tiger face made out of black vinyl and she's like just please put this on instead of what is on there." I was like yes ma'am so I'm pumped ready to go well, my dad was very much the type of, like, go-kart dad of, like, I'm not working on this thing without you. And, you like, you better work on this thing by yourself more often than not. So I'm, like, nine, eight, nine, maybe at this time. And I am trying to figure out how to put this big fucking tiger fecal on a go-kart <laughs> nose, which is literally the definition of a compound curve. Uh, it's, oh, like, yeah, the worst. In nine in different directions. directions. And I, I could not have fucked it up any... Like more possible ever, so I fucked it up in the part where like the nose was, and it didn't even look like a tiger anymore. It looked like a fucking pregnant seagull or something. <laughs> and, and my dad's like, "I have the fix for that." And we went to like, I'm gonna find a picture. Of AutoZone, I know it exists. We went to like AutoZone <laughs> or some shit, and we got like the like you know how like AutoZone you can get like chrome and like duct tape, and that's it. Yeah. Well, we got the like the band aid decal. And that went over the nose, and we're like, "Oh, oh yeah, i do." do. Rem- I do, do remember that, and uh, that's what we raced. So,
3: so the story that Bobby was going to bring up about the tiger or the airbrushed, um, like eagle, and then the tiger the same year that Charlie had his homemade tiger. It was actually, and I, I feel really bad. My dad absolutely look would at know, this fucking thing. It was a. <laughs> it was a uh, Hold on. Is that yeah, before dude, yeah. it? looks it good. Is. Come on.
2: <laughs> Come on. That that. Fucking... Dude, That's it's fresh fire. as fuck, Bobby.
0: That so... looks cross eyed. <laughs> 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 yeah, it fucking just hit an ambulance. <laughs> it's got like. That, it's... Was, that was two years later.
2: It's got
1: yeah. like the, the black nose and the white whiskers painted on like some slut for Halloween <laughs> just trying to
3: be a cat. <laughs> Hey, dude, we love slots for Halloween. Don't say nothing about
2: that. I remember getting so mad at my dad because I'm like eight and I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out how to letter that thing. We
1: can put on the show. I'm trying
2: to figure out how to letter the fucking thing literally on the kitchen table of our apartment that the biggest part of the apartment was the fucking hallway. And I have this go-kart body posted up in like the kitchen table and I'm like trying to make eyes for it. And my yeah. dad was just getting madder and madder and madder at me because I didn't know how to make Dude, eyes the scary out thing of vinyl. Is,
3: The scary thing is like your dad's getting madder and madder was like it was just like one of the, it's like a pot coming to boil. Like you oh, can yeah. you're like you're like I don't know if he's, you know, I don't know if he's mad. I don't know if he's like okay with it, but then it just fucking like explodes. How- <laughs> it only had three <laughs>
1: teeth per side and just a wide open gap in the middle.
0: <laughs> it's a main tiger. That's why. Dude, it's, one of them, it's one of them ones that they can legally have at the Gray Petting Zoo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
4: so now all That's I was
1: gonna gonna say, gets tranquilized so that the little kids can pet. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Meanwhile, Aaron Ricker's go-kart from that year is this full, like, airbrushed, okay. badass eagle so, with American flag <laughs> coming out of its face. So the
3: story behind that was it was actually a guy local to Tamworth, and I feel really bad that I don't know his name, and he passed away years ago, but he was just like freak. this – Maybe. Sure. <laughs> um, but he was this really old guy, but he was a badass painter. Lewis, and, Lewis and a little he, redheaded buddy. He just, uh, yeah, there's That's me right of, there. You yeah. should add that to the show. No, it's right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Especially so, after I tell the story about this win. Oh so, well, you know, you hate to see Bobby Timmons lose. So, anyway, I finished second. <laughs> I was um, a sore <laughs> loser. <laughs> so, anyway, was but this guy, him. this guy just, uh, he would just sit on his couch with the go kart body on his lap and just watch TV and paint him. And he charged like nothing for him. Like the guy was just a badass painter. He didn't, he did like actual paintings and stuff. And it was just like a happenstance now. And it was actually like pretty cool. And I I think Aaron still has those bodies because they're such pieces of art. Even though, even though they had like 40, like, um, like, uh, fiberglass patches and i'm fucking wrecking them but uh yeah no so that's kind of the story behind that other than like sorry charlie your tiger look like shit doesn't look like great (laughs) but but but, like it was just like the fact of like it was actually kind of cool that that guy did them um a lot of what we did growing up racing was like oh we you know we showed up we had the nice stuff like everything looked good but like we Real, it it took a lot to be there and it was like a lot of connections and stuff like that so we always look like assholes showing up because it was like oh we had like you know all our chassis are powder-cutted and nice and like i had that american flag body for a while that was like really nice but that was a guy who did body work in town who was like here's my sponsor i'll just paint your go-kart body because it'll take me like five minutes it, it had a rough and, year yeah <laughs> it, oh yeah there's charlie's body again <laughs> Oh, come on. That nose is pretty it, nice. it it Sanford. Looks looks like it's like down to one. Yeah. It's down to like three half teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's, now it's from Sanford.
1: <laughs> but there's still the black outline of yeah. where the teeth used to be. Yeah. I, I, which no is whisk, wild. No like, whiskers
2: either. Those are gone. <laughs> it, it's also crazy how many pictures there are of that, which looking back was probably people making fun of it and be like, this is fucking No, terrible. probably. No, not. this but is, there is all from a like,
1: guy that just happened to be there a couple weeks taking pictures. But
2: I literally but... raced it like that for maybe three weeks, weeks before Sue was like, please this. yeah it wasn't very <laughs> yeah. i love yeah. the rickers by the yeah. way they're
3: fantastic, oh, people. fantastic aaron people. like you were saying he was like he's kind of a shithead <laughs> kid when he's younger oh yeah him and i him and i turned out to be person.
2: we were really good friends oh, when we grew yeah. up and raised super late models together yeah he's a fantastic human so see speaking of aaron ricker i've never seen someone hit so hard at beatridge motor speedway other than aaron ricker There was one time – it might have been, like, his first year in a super late model because he was one of the kids that went from, like, go-karts to trucks for, like, six seconds to super late models. So he
3: was, like – he was part of that theory that they've kind of worked now, which was, like, uh, don't learn bad habits and street stocks and stuff and just jump right to it. And he always, like, struggled because it was, like – it was a big jump, and that's why he struggled. He would have done – in my opinion – I don't even know if the Rickers listen to this, but in my opinion, I I wish he had, like (laughs) – run a sports series car for a couple years because he would have been even better than he eventually was. He,
2: like, came off a turn two. And at turn two at Beatridge, it's, like, turn two and then the wall. Like, right now, if you're not careful. He hit that wall so fucking hard, and he, like, board-slid it the entire length of the back stretch, and then came back down where, like, you come onto the racetrack on turn three and hit that little wall so fucking hard. I swear it moved.
3: It was like a steep learning curve. Yeah. For the boys who went straight from go-karts doing the little abortion track to uh, the big track. Yeah. It was
1: pretty tough. Yeah. Like him and Josh Cantera. They were like in lockstep. Josh Cantera. Another everything. name
3: that I would have never pulled
1: out of my head unless you said it. That. I still keep in touch with Josh every now no, and then. That's cool. Yeah. They were done. one 2 every race that Yeah. They ran trucks at White Mountain and the kids trucks and then both went straight to super late models and
3: yeah, So straight. oh speaking of which I'm going to do a little mid ad for myself. Um, I nice. still have my four cylinder Truck from that erase race at White Mountain. Yeah, he only and wants a... he only wants forty thousand dollars. No, <laughs> I would like a crisp uh, DM me for price <laughs> because he uh, wants forty thousand dollars for no, it. No, I don't want that much. It was built by Dale Shaw and it's a fantastic piece. And if it's you want your kid to, chassis. to, if, if you want your kid to be safe and six o two crate in it, it's, it's a late like, model with a truck body. It, it literally <laughs> is. And uh, if you can, if you want your kid to be safe and race at Oxford, uh, buy my truck for um, forty thousand dollars. <laughs> I would like a crisp, clean, four grand or best offer, but it is an Slinger motor. And a lot of it, like, that just buys the motor. Literally so has a midget motor in it. it. has a midget motor in it. So if you want to win and uh, you want to save, rules
1: are for everybody else. Uh, if you yeah, want to move um, up to a NEMA midget after, you can just <laughs> take the motor well, It's own. basically a Pro
3: 4 modified with a um, truck, body, truck right? body on it. Yeah. For, and treaded tires. I am sure Jamie Heath or whoever does tech for uh, <laughs> Friday
1: nights at Oxford is going to let that fly. Yeah. Uh,
3: h- if he doesn't know what a Ford looks like, he'll be fine, which is well, how we got away with it at White Mountain. But <laughs> <When> it's It's <laughs> the, the same reason so, Rusty ran a Ford Ranger. At White so, <laughs> so, <B2. laughs> this is a pretty funny story. So when I went <laughs> to, when we raced, I raced that for like one season. It was like a partial season. I was racing at um, Richmond karting speedway at the same time. And we ran that truck and this guy, I once—I'm terrible with names, but this guy was a tech guy. And he was an old-time racer and all that, and he just couldn't stand that truck being there. Well, like, no shit. Like, no, no. But he's <laughs> like, he didn't know what was wrong with it because we had done like some things that were—I like—got into building mini trucks and stuff. So now it's like, oh, this is just obvious, like lowering truck stuff. But he just. Like, he couldn't figure it out, so he, he had to have been laying underneath the ass end of, like, every Ford Ranger in every parking lot for, like, a <laughs> week, you know? Because he couldn't understand why we had lift shackles in the back, but the truck was at frame height. And um, so, anyway, but he just couldn't stand that thing. But one time, um, he was like, we're going to – because it had, like, a oval side pipe on it. Like, I would feather the gas and. Into the corner, and it would like shoot like foot long flames <laughs> out of it. And he's like, I'm gonna take. He told my dad, He's like, I'm gonna tear this motor down next week. You guys better have your stuff in line. And my dad just goes, Hey, so, uh, yeah, I got the Shilton manual for it, so you know what the fuck you're looking at when you take it apart. <laughs> <laughs> and he just never, never even and tech people <laughs> yeah. love that. Yeah, well, he never tore it down. So you were it was also technically racing- for the sale, for not even salesperson, it was technically just a stock rebuild 2300 Ford motor but it was just brand fucking new and built by Esslinger, so it was nice. But All for a division
1: that every kid got a trophy. Well, they put cones out so you didn't Rickers, get too close to the I walls. I was actually very pissed at
3: that rule, and also <laughs> the Rickers built it, so it was the nicest of the nice, okay. so, Yeah. So one last
1: go-kart story before we move on. I mentioned okay, how you it. how you won that race, and, and then you yes. won a bunch that year, but that was
3: 2003. I did win the championship. It was 2003, and I also won driver of the year. Tough for you very much. Tough for you to do all that
1: in that year because I did all that in that
3: year in the yeah, same division. Yeah, it's okay. But, it was a different uh, – oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, I have the trophies I can show you. must, <laughs> oh, no, 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 must no, no, have no. been 04 because I moved Yeah, It up. was 04. Actually, sorry. I am incorrect, Bob. Yeah, yeah I apologize. You're right. It was fine. 04. I'm here to let you know that. In 2003 <laughs> – it
1: may in, it may have been 2002. I don't remember, but you you beat me for a win anyway
3: love to see it and i
1: uh i told my dad this today i was telling my dad this story when i told him uh you were coming on
3: um
1: my dad was helping you guys you know helping yeah, you guys set yeah, up yeah, your yeah. go-kart and yeah. and i'm like you know here i am you know pudgy little nine or ten year old like almost teary-eyed like dad like you, you gotta stop helping these guys you know, he, he beat me and my dad was just like good drive better drive faster which i'm Be like better. he started in
3: front of me
2: what do you want me to fucking do
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was just a good little life lesson on um you know, I can't yeah, well why that's I was such a deal that's so- a deal
3: about it is like I get really mad when um people are uh and we can get into what I do now, but like when people are well this guy has that or this guy you know spends more money or blah 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 and it's like nine times out of ten it's not that it's just the homework involved and the time it takes to be better and like that's actually a fantastic life lesson it's just like hey no like sometimes it's not that stuff like sometimes you can take not a lot and just do a lot with it charlie is a good example of that i'm a good example of that for sure your uh race super what modified you, so you, you I you can't just said really just had a thirty thousand dollar pickup truck. <laughs> hey, we didn't buy it for that. Uh, <laughs> no, so,
2: no, but I'm saying you're I an know there's of a rule, that that but yeah. I didn't spend that on it. <laughs> <laughs> well hey, What's the bill of hey, sales once again, say? once
3: again, if you can read between the lines of the rule book, you win raises. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No. Uh, so that that's obviously how this whole relationship started off between the three of us. Yeah. I've seen Al, um, uh, I've
1: seen Almond twice in the last fifteen years, but clearly we haven't let, skipped a beat from where yeah. we left off for <laughs> children. <laughs> but that's how
2: it all started. And honestly, there was a bit of a gap after after Beechridge go karts. Basically, well, done.
1: you touched on it. You said you went to Richmond. That was probably 2006.
3: Six. I, was, remember, I vaguely 2006, remember you racing up there So I took the Ultramax chassis We had done pretty well at Beatridge with We took that and then we bought a chassis from Dale Shaw That um, was a pile of shit And <laughs> um, we tried to race two carts at the same time And it was a miserable experience I didn't do well in either one of them And uh, yeah, so 2006 season was like a total wash We were kind of... Tr- trying to keep up with uh, another name, Kevin Hutchins, who was mm-hmm. also doing the two-car deal. Um, we didn't really keep up with them. It was just kind of a mess. And then, yeah, that's kind of where we split past. Like, I know you helped out at uh, Richmond Carding Speedway a little bit. That was,
1: yeah, I raced in 06 just three times or four okay. times, and I yeah. was awful. Like, I had taken yeah. – Beatridge had closed, and Dad was trying to build a new house and just wasn't really interested in racing full-time. But um, yeah, so we tried it to- was 2008 I worked there okay that must been have been the year that you and i were going back yeah the,
3: so yeah. the 2008 year was when um we i'm trying to think of how that worked out so we had bought um the clone car that dj had built in house at dale shot race cars and um we went up there i think it was no it was 2007 and we ran a limited series. And I won like we ran like eleven races and I won nine of them or something. It was like unreasonable. That was a year that the like gold play cards were going faster than the yeah. unrestricted cards. <laughs> yeah, because there's so much lighter. And I was lighter. a gold play card. Yeah, but I weighed in heavier because yeah. I was like going through a growth spurt and it was just like people didn't understand. I don't. We just hit it just right and it was just like real fast. And then two thousand eight, we tried to go. In 2007's winter, we tried to do the indoor karting deal, yeah, and we wrecked the kart, and I think it either got bent, or I just got too heavy, or I just sucked, which is probably the main thing, and then 2008 was when I raced the truck at um, White Mountain, and and tried to race the go-kart as well at Richmond Karting Speedway, and I did well in the truck, but the go-kart was kind of like, we just could never get it back, like, it was not as fast as it was at that time
1: i say, i vaguely i thought i remembered you running that indoor series that indoor series on its own uh, i yeah. wish we could, I wish well, we could do a docuseries on that yeah it was it was
3: steve perry who um like you guys are good friends with steve perry i have nothing against steve perry but he was a uh, he was like uh this kind a of a fantastic weapon. story well he was kind of a weapon and so uh, what, he was in a rental car and he, he spun out in front of me and it smelled like
2: bacon
3: <laughs> That might have been it. And uh, no, he spun out in front of me. He just didn't – It like we were out there racing, and he was in a rental car with a race motor in it. And no, it I, just I'll, I'll right tell it. you the whole story and, and, and then, Well, that's okay, but like this is from my end was like he spun in front of me. I had nowhere to go. I smacked the right front off yeah. of him, and the car just never went the same again. And there was no ever like cracks in the powder coat or like anything we could ever figure out other than – like, it just never flexed the same, I guess. Or we never hit the setup again or whatever. So, and then that's why 2008 was kind of a shit show, is it just never hit That
1: go-kart didn't. was a champ cart owned by Rick Vance, who owned Victory Lane. And yeah. the rules for that series were like, Bizarre. bring a go-kart. And so yeah. they had a flathead mm-hmm. class and an open class. Well... They didn't specify what kind of flathead, and Rick had this flathead motor that was called, like, a blue wazoo or something. Yeah, I think I was in the open class, yeah. too,
3: because I had, like, a Holland Buggy, like, the best of the best at the time. And it well, was you
1: could like, run yeah, whatever you wanted yeah. as long as it was a flathead. Well, Rick's nephew, I don't remember his name, originally drove this thing, and it was, like, stupid how much faster it was than everybody Tyler else. Tyler with an O, wasn't I it? I think so. Yeah. So How the
0: fuck do you even get Tyler with an O? Tyler. So
1: Ty-lor. basically enough Ty-lor. people... Enough people bitch to the point where they're like, you can't run this. It's got more power than the animals. It's got more power than a fucking street car. So instead of running it in the open class, they put Steve Perry in it, who Steve made the weight rule for the division without the (laughs) (laughs) go-kart.
3: <laughs> well, the, see, that was a problem. It's like I just remember him coming off the corner. I'm just trying to like survive because we were they were we death. they were stopped. death battles. Those well, we did, it, it, yeah, well, we didn't know how to prep tires at the time because no, they had an open did. tire rule. We had an open tire rule at Richmond Karting Speedway, so we just ran Vegas, which were like the best tires you could yeah. buy at the time, and that was it. And then we we're like, okay, everybody's running like Burrises and like soaking them, and we tried to do that and ones. like had no fucking clue. So like my car was like really good for three laps. And then it would just fall the fuck right off. Like like we just missed the tire prep all together. Yeah. So yeah, I just remember him coming out of the corner with just like a fucking snowmobile motor. And that's like, a <laughs> wah, 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 ah. the thing. wow like, I, I hot lapped it one day after yeah. work. And I'm like, this thing is fucking yeah. awesome. And he's just like, he's like literally like skipping the tires. Not because the cart's bouncing, but because he's just spinning so much motor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he just like loops it. And I just had like nowhere to go. And I was like, I was like, Oh, fucking smacking, And it, like crushed the body and What's stuff, it? which that's no big deal. But it like, it like, Bent, like the spindle or something we had to change all that stuff and and it was uh wasn't yeah. that
2: a champ cart that they cut the cage off of eventually no yeah. it was rick's uh-huh. personal
1: champ cart and like i drove it once at richmond putnam ran it a couple times Like it went halfway
3: decent it was an old titan or something i, but... I will say this about that like champ carts, champ carts are kind of like the weapon of go-kart oh, racing awful. like they're i owned awful. one i or i didn't my dad owned one that i raced was uh he we had one for like maybe like five races and we couldn't do anything with it. And that's when we traded out for the other rocker cage we bought from Dale. And it was just like, that was way better. I mean, that car wasn't fast, but it was at least we knew how to work with it. Yeah.
1: Champ carts are miserable. Like yeah. they're just, <laughs> I've never other, oh. the, the only thing that made them fun was we got to race Atlantic city.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The speaking of champ carts, I had a fantastic time. It was probably two years ago. DJ Shaw came down to uh, Charlotte to run the WKA race. And he bought so BK, this it's like, a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they go way too fast at Charlotte. <laughs> I can tell you yeah, that. Yeah, they run the quarter yeah. mile on the front oh, track. Oh, yeah, they run the legend car track. Yeah, so uh, DJ got this champ car, and I was like, hey, why don't you get a fucking flat car? You know? And he's like, well, I have kids, and I don't want to <laughs> die. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, I was like that's yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. And then... Um, so then we're sit- standing out there watching practice of the flat cards. And speaking of hard hits that I like, uh, like nobody should be, in, <laughs> was uh, this <laughs> Cuzzy pal come around the corner and turn two, and they run like down the uh, pit road, and. He comes off, and the left rear tire just is like, uh, see you later, I don't like this, I'm going home, (laughs) I'm going back to fucking Maine or wherever I came from, and comes off the cart, and he backs this thing into the fence so fucking hard he bounces his helmet off the concrete pit
2: wall. Which is... Not, uh, not soft. But yeah. <laughs> like they were
3: I think like the average or something we tried to figure it out. They were doing like ninety-five miles an hour around that place in the flat carts, and I was just like, uh yeah. That so then I turned to get I immediately, a quarter of an inch off the ground. I saw that, I saw that, and then I just turned to DJ and I was like, Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 Flat <laughs> car racing
1: it. was some of the most fun I ever had, but it was deadly. I would love to, to
3: do it, but I just yeah, also don't want to hit my noggin at the pit wall in Charlotte <laughs> at ninety miles an
0: hour. To a tongue of Aloha out of turn
3: too can't can't grip the steering wheel anymore (laughs) (laughs) or a couple I guess
2: (laughs) Uh, so uh, that's how this all came about obviously it was go-karts right so then there was really we had no idea a bit of a hiatus (laughs) weird in between there, where I—I uh, I mean, we were all like relatively—I w- I don't know, close, but like we all were in the same. I think group. it was like we Facebook, all
3: Facebook, like when Facebook came around, it was like, oh, okay, I know this guy, yeah. I know this guy. Like we were yeah. all kind of like
2: Facebook but friends. But there was for sure like a
1: five-year window. where I was just, say like ten. Where just Charlie was like, oh
2: hey, remember Alman Evans? I'm yeah, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I go to school with him. Yeah, so yeah. there there was a, a brief time there where you had kind of stopped racing trucks and stuff, and yeah, we kind of had a falling was, out with
3: money and stuff. Just yeah, the yeah. recession happened in two thousand eight. Money, like- money. Money okay. didn't want to see you anymore. So uh, money, out. Money, <laughs>
2: money, like just kind of hit me with the uh, yeah. We are see other text. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that there was that like kind of weird in between period where even like 2008, like 2000 probably six to eight was a weird time for for us too because Everybody. that was where you're like, okay, I'm kind of too big for go karts because at, at this point you're like big. 14, 15. You're like, I should get into something, but we couldn't afford a legend car or anything like that and i have strong opinions about legend cars but i'll save this for <laughs> later <laughs> and then we were like well we could do like trucks or something like that and we had this piece of shit nissan pickup truck that we bought from uh jimmy what's his jimmy that? c jim cabral jimmy, jimmy cabral <laughs> and it was a decent little truck we just I, I wasn't old enough and i was practicing it my dad was driving it and it was all kind of a mess and then that was the <clears> weird <throat> transition for me into mad bombers eventually but you know there was like five years there before I went to college where you finally were out of the woodworks. Like, Hey, so what's, you, what's you want UNOH all about?
3: Yeah. It kind of started off was like, uh, actually Kevin Hutchins told me, it was like, Hey, uh, I was just looking at colleges and stuff. I didn't think I was like n- looking back now, I probably was fine with a normal college, but at the time I was like, ah, I'm kind of a moron. Like I should do uh, something like this or like, uh, NASCAR tech was kind of on my, on my like radar. And then they made that seem like it was so much cooler it, than it actually it was race cars when for we were rich. I live in the town with them, and I know somebody who works <laughs> there. It's a, it's not a good school. When we were Nobody kids, guys. though, it was like, oh, you go there and you could be a NASCAR driver. No. <laughs> so, but that's what all the kids think. And then, but anyway, so that was kind of on my radar. And Kevin like brought it up to me. He's like, hey man, I keep seeing these like ads for like UNOH University of Northwestern Ohio. And so I checked it out, and then something came up on my Facebook feed, and it was, like, from Charlie, and I was like, oh, cool. So I, like, just clicked on his profile, and he said he was going to school there. So I was like, oh, well, I should ask him what it's like. So I sent him a Facebook message. I was like, hey, uh, I haven't talked to you since uh, probably 2005. um, (laughs) (laughs) What's
2: school like? (laughs) That's uh, almost exactly how that conversation <laughs> yeah, pretty was. much yeah, and then uh, all of a sudden you and your mom fucking drove out to Ohio yeah, we, we had a dinner at the Lock 16 and showed them uh, around campus beautiful Lock 16 and sounds bowled. like a shitty place um, it, it's no, actually fantastic I so love it. it's called Lock 16 because of what is it like the rivers or some shit there's like um, there's like, like locks the locks in it we, yeah
3: you get yeah it. but it um but I don't it's know Ohio what, so there's really no water yeah, anywhere but yeah. <laughs> yeah so
2: anyway it's called Lock 16. But it's the only restaurant in town that you can use your meal swipes not at school.
3: Mm. Yeah, like your meal plan through the school.
2: So, yeah. like, you can go there and spend your meal swipes, which you totally get fucked in on the long end. Because, like, say oh, you get, sure. like, a, I don't know, like a $7 fucking app. Mm. Well, a meal swipe was, what, like $4?
3: No a, meal swi- no, a meal swipe was, I think, seven fifty. But, like, if you got, like, yeah, a, so $10 like $8 meal, $8, you a $10 meal. You got to spend two meal
2: swipes. So they're getting $15 off your $10 yeah. meal. Yeah. Uh, That's probably why they uh, agreed with the university. That's why they just bought a brand new building across town. (laughs) Well, they
3: like had a catering deal, so it was like, yeah, you kind of got screwed. It was really fun when um, other students worked there as like waiters and waitresses, and then they would allow you to put beer on the tab and not check your ID. That was fun. Um, hi, mom and dad. (laughs) um, uh, But that was fun. But yeah, no. So yeah, we came out and uh, saw the school and nice little tour. Met your friends, and and...
2: then I was there for probably about a year or so before you came out. And at this point, I had already moved from the dorms into what we call the commons because it was the Northwest Commons. Basically, what this was. No, what it was (laughs) was a shithole. Basically, it was an old nursing home from ac- literally across the street from the school but it was quote off campus so the nursing home it was like a, a room where there was typically like two beds and th- that's it literally no. <laughs> one of them's a patient no. <laughs> the other one's Charlie <laughs> there's like no room for it was actually the same else. person <laughs> and what they did was they cleared all the rooms out and like the one room became just like a studio apartment but you shared a bathroom with the other one that like was on the other side of the, the bathroom. Imagine having to share so, a bathroom with Yeah, Brand so He had the, <laughs> well, end, he had well, the unfortunate, unfortunate luck like, of a, sharing the bathroom with Scott Dinnan. Well, that's the thing I is I that a lot Scott. of people didn't even know who they were sharing a shitter with. So before I had it all figured out, Scott was already living there and I had moved in waiting for the person who he was sharing a shitter with to move out. So I was there for, like, I don't know, six weeks or so before that person finally moved out. And I told, oh, what was that bitch's name that ran the place? She was such a cunt. Whatever. her <laughs> well, name Well, yeah. Was.
3: So he says it's like, oh, off campus. But it really was its own business. It wasn't the oh, school yeah. that ran that deal. No, right. no, no, no. It had it nothing to do with the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So I finally moved into that, and that's where Scott Dinnan and I became such good friends. Well, then from there... Taking open-door shit.
3: We lived there for... Uh, uh, you have no idea what happened in that
2: bathroom. Oh. <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> so uh, we had lived there for, I don't know, two years-ish? Yeah. And you... So this is where things start to get fucky. So when I was in the dorms, I was roommates <laughs> with this kid named Patrick Roberts, Patrick Who Roberts, is. really good friends with all of us still. He lives in, I think, North, or yeah, North, or North, North, North Carolina. Carolina now. Yeah, Western North Carolina. Um, and so, yeah, so that happens. So the, I move out of the dorms f- with Patrick Roberts, and I move into the commons with Scott Dinnan. Well outside of all of this Alman somehow meets Patrick through school and then he's <laughs> in a house with Patrick down the yeah, road. I was in the dorms and then I moved in with him. Yeah. So then yeah. two people move out of the house that they were in and Alman was like, Hey, do you want to come fill out the house like you and Scott or something? I was like, sure. Then I show up and Patrick is there. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, I'm, I remember you. <laughs> so, so Patrick was uh, with this, Chick named Morgan, who's Morgan's dad is basically rich and was, a property, he, well, and they had a rental it, property. It that was, was the was rental property, way too nice for us. But they're like, for "Yeah, sure. we'll put a bunch of college kids in there, and we destroyed the place. Absolutely yeah, destroyed." It. Sounds we, like you're not going to get your security um, deposit back. I never, I never, I never gave him one.
3: The, I'm going <laughs> to say this about that. Um, I didn't. Um, I don't think anybody else did. Uh. I mean, we took care of the place pretty well. It it was when we started inviting like a hundred people over. I was gonna for say a when we have party, we have Halloween was,
2: parties with hundred and thirty people.
3: That was when the house started to take a turn from hey, that's, this that's is what, a pretty nice college house to um, that's when oh had, my god, this is a fire hazard. That's
2: when we started having mice. Is after the, the Halloween. Thing. Oh, that was pretty
3: funny. Oh, there's actually a fantastic story about that. And Scott Denon was, um, our garbage disposal got like clogged up, and it was just like standing water in the garbage disposal. You know, like what you want. And <laughs> so, so Scott, Scott, and um, my girlfriend, she was like, uh, they were just like fucking around. We had like a bunch of firecrackers, and Scott's like. Man, I'll fix his fucking garbage disposal. <laughs> so he lights a firecracker. Pyrotechnics. And I cannot I cannot tell you that this would this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. <laughs> he lights a firecracker and drops it in the garbage disposal. You hear a <laughs> and the water just goes. <laughs> And, um, <laughs> yeah, more true. problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well. um, and then it happened again, and I tried it, but I didn't have the magic touch like Scott did, so it didn't <laughs> work. It just <laughs> went, you it just went, p- 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 <laughs> no, no, it just went, p- <laughs> p-
2: and then, um, nothing happened. <laughs> and water went, went p- everywhere. Endless. This house was <laughs> actually sick, so it was it was a three bedroom in the middle level, and then there was like a makeshift bedroom in the basement, so it was a four bedroom house. Full basement, we had a one-bay attached garage and like a a two-and-a-half-ish detached garage where I actually, at one point, I had my race car. Scott had some piece of shit fucking, I don't even know what that is. Nissan. Could be. And then at, you, later on, Sydney had a car in there. Yeah, and all Sydney sorts of had stuff. a Toyota Supra. And there. then I started renting the bat cave down the street with Mike Learman. And, Love a Mike Learman. Yes. Shout out. And from, from there, we had like 130 people over for a Halloween party once. And then after this is all cleared out, the house very much would go from like absolutely fucking destroyed on like a Saturday night. Sunday, it was clean. And then the rest of the week, it was all right. And then like 100 people would come over again Friday and Saturday, destroy it. And then we like it was basically just that vicious cycle. Yeah, we
3: did a uh, good job of like keeping it clean. Like yeah. if uh if we had like 130 people over, then we made it nice the yeah. next day. I mean, we uh, were also like 20, 20 to 20, 22 or yeah. whatever, and it was like, oh, cool, we can wake up with no hangovers
2: and we would clean the house. Well, and when he says wake up, it was 1:30, but still, oh, yeah, <laughs> but I still
3: didn't have a hangover, which was <laughs> nice.
2: But uh, the 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 there was one time though, I went to get something out of the underneath the sink in the kitchen. And I saw mouse shit. I'm like, well, you can't have that, right? I don't. I think you were it's not th- exactly what you want. I think you were there that night too, because yeah. I had that big TV that's in the living room in our living room, which was a huge living room. Yeah, and that we was had like a ass. like a sectional couch, a a chair literally identical to that one, and I had set like I don't know ten traps up, and I gave it like 20 minutes. I sat down on the couch. All of us are there, just kind of. Bup, 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 C- bup, bup. Literally, all you hear is just like. <laughs> sound like a like, fucking mouse. Snap, 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 Literally, like eight mice in the first. 20 minutes of setting those traps was like, oh, that's a problem. That's it's a good, good haul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Tag, no, no, that was uh, day one. <laughs> you know, we were, we were poor too. So it was like good eating that night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, ramen's yeah. going to actually have flavor tonight. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I think so, I have stock in ramen for how much I fucking ate in college.
3: Yeah. No, the big, uh, the big move for Charlie was definitely the, um, tuna, you know, tuna mayo <laughs> mixture. And then, and Doritos. then just like a uh, cool ranch specifically. Yeah. Yes. Cool Ranch Doritos. You, you made it. Uh, like I'm not gonna dip. lie. Like, if you like, don't knock it until you try. It. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds awful, but
2: you get some tuna, you get some mayo, pepper, salt, mix it up in a bowl. That's, use it like a dip. That's the, the most rim. poverty
1: um, appetizer I've ever heard of. In my it's life. phenomenal.
2: <laughs> it costs like I don't know, two fifty, a yeah. cool two sixty nine yeah. after tax, yeah. maybe. And you well you're, nowadays you're with inflation, it's probably like five bucks. Yeah, but. you get it. And then well, another you another one the you uh, can probably get whole case for five bucks. Too. Another one was the. Uh, there was one night, Scott and I, we were going to drive overnight for the Beatridge fucking 3 million weekend or whatever it was. And we were going to pick yeah. Tyler Dipple's car. Somehow we got suckered into that. And. Uh,
3: <laughs> oh, you're saying you didn't want to pit Tyler Dipple's car? Uh, the correct. Yeah. So,
2: uh, we're
1: <laughs> <laughs> he probably raced with me for 19th that day. I, he hey, he, he was pretty fucking quick that ready. day. 19th, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> two laps down by halfway. Tyler <laughs> the Dippel, 300 lap
2: race makes for a long fucking. day. Tyler Dipple did so well at super Lay models that he now races drag boats. So he was did a dirt. I, he was a guy back then, though. I don't. Know. He, he was th- doing like a little I bit. I think of that everything. payment deal was like a dip into
1: the toe. Do I want to race NASCAR? Oh no, these are stupid. I do
3: like a drag boat just because um like fuck everything else about life
2: (laughs) so so scott and i are like well we're about to to drive this jet plane across the (laughs) water 13 hours overnight after class tomorrow because we had fridays off so we had we do four tens it was monday tuesday wednesday thursday of class and then we were on the motorsports team too so we're basically doing four tens yeah so we're like we're gonna leave after class thursday drive overnight get there friday so we're looking at each other we're like fuck it doesn't make sense to go get food but like we c- literally had no food at all I had like a couple water bottles probably 30 <laughs> beers and like I had I think a bag of rice and Scott had a bag of corn and we're like that's a meal <laughs> So, you have water, rice, <laughs> corn, what else Do so, so you so need beer. Yeah, a beer to go with <laughs> it? Yeah. Uh, no, Charlie wasn't
3: drinking back then Charlie didn't start drinking until he moved in With me, I bought I, him um, I MGDs for, him. for his birth for his 21st birthday, and then they Sat in his refrigerator for like six months And then uh, he moved into Yeah, oh they did, Maybe. I remember I don't Yeah, remember yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he Which moved I in do with me remember in the that. Like, and I remember
1: I, I remember you weren't like the, the super big partier, but just the thought of you not partying and drinking now is like no, no, it's like out of <laughs> control. Like it, it is,
3: and and then and then he moved in with me, and um, uh, caught up know, things. Yeah, he caught up fast, honestly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe that's why this podcast kind of took off because I didn't drink until I was like after twenty one, anyways. Like I know a lot of people start at like I
2: don't yeah. Know, 12 I also around here. didn't. Here. Start not me drinking when I was thirteen. I also yeah. didn't start well, drinking. That's the thing. Was, like <laughs> there were there were times like we'd have like the past weekend at Beechridge. I get sloshed off of some Coors Lights or whatever, some Silver Bullets with the pals in the park. Colorado, Colorado Kool Aid, but like I also I think it was two miles from the racetrack. So I was like, I'm gonna go fucking home now. And then I didn't really ever get boozed up until probably my 21st. Well, no, that's a lie. I got tr- actually shit in the dorm once with Patrick because we had yeah. a we, it was like a snow day, and we were already on campus. We're like no classes. So Brant of all fucking people is like, let's do day drinking. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but sure. So I had it means like, you drink during the day. Well, yeah, but. I didn't I you're didn't welcome. know what I was it, doing. So welcome. it was like twenty five minutes into it and I had like seven Mike's harders. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, there's a couple I
3: puked so bad on those. There's a couple things. things I will, just have a mics. I will yeah. never have
2: a Mike's harder again in that my life. That was the first one. Because <laughs> I drank so much and I got so sick and fucking drunk. I passed out oh, yeah. literally passed out in the shower and I broke the water heater to the entire dorm like house, which is eight bedrooms. So the That's way it's not an, <laughs> an inconvenience, <laughs> eight, eight, eight nursing home stalls. <laughs> it was
3: well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It was eight bedrooms with eight showers. Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. I broke yeah, the water showers. heater for the
2: entire yeah. unit that we yeah. were in and everybody Yeah, it was, was a bad done day done to be minutes.
3: like living above them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, cause I was in the shower for like 11 hours. Thank God hours. it was a snow day and cold. <laughs> Charlie's cooled it down. He takes 10 hour showers. Now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so then my twenty first birthday, we went to B Dubs in Lima, Ohio. Disgusting. My first ever legal drink was a Bud Heavy. And Disgusting. Then we Disgusting. went. We, we went with <laughs> old like red and white home wrecker, but we went with like <laughs> the old Bud Diesel. <laughs> we, we went with like thirty fucking people, didn't we? Um, yeah, it was all of yeah. 20. You
3: were well, in and that was like a mess. It's like a whole separate story, but it was a mess on the girl you were crushing on, and then uh, I accidentally invited her ex boyfriend. Uh, yeah. What a wingman! Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, it was not my fucking fault, for the record.
2: <laughs> so I got I got my drink. He said,
3: "Bring anyone who's around you," and he was around
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> you know that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so I have I have a bud heavy, and then um, fuck, I forgot all about that. Yikes! Uh, so every <laughs> I, drove, I drove Patrick home because I think that literally the first time I, every, every I single person at the table bought me a drink so this is like my first like my first big day and i i'm like 25 fucking drinks into it and the beat up staff was like nah he's fine just give him another one so very not corporate of them so uh... (laughs) i went back home to the commons
3: (laughs) it's ohio
2: and i still like my birthday was on like a fucking like tuesday or like a monday that year for whatever reason so i had to go to class at like 7 a.m the next day and i woke up i'm not even joking woke up on my tile floor underneath my bed (laughs) And yes, I was like, I do also up- remember that I was like <laughs> folded up in like a folding chair that I had set up for racing, and it looked like a fucking guillotine over oh, his
3: racing setup is a pr- pretty fantastic story too N- no. yeah it was a mess <laughs> <laughs> that's that was the story maybe maybe maybe
0: that's what the sign when you go into Ohio it says like find it here or whatever maybe that's what oh, I mean find alcoholism maybe like, yeah yeah <laughs> find, find a find a corporate business that doesn't follow the corporate structure that's not what we called it but we go to Applebee's also every easy.
2: Thursday yeah I'll get be canceled. Uh, they had like a horseshoe bar. Obviously, we would take over the bar every Thursday night, like every other Applebee's in the world. Yeah, <laughs> no, but no, it no, was no, just no,
3: no, no, us. no, 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 no. Yeah, it was, it was, was just of us, us college. Kids. It, yeah, they, that was the probably <laughs> the most profitable closed, night of the week. They but. closed like at eleven. No, it wasn't because um I would get like six pitchers of beer and she charged me for one tall boys. So well, yeah, <laughs> no, it was definitely once we had, the once we had gone there like
2: I don't know twelve <laughs> weeks in a row yeah. they were finally like ah oh, no they're cool and they would just give us pitchers. And there was one time the the bartender's name was Jamie, by the way. She she would Love give us Jamie shout out. Great, yeah, great human. Do you game. suppose she's listening? Yeah, uh, I, doubt I doubt it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, me, big St. Patty's Day guy, right? They made the green pitchers of beer. Well, this is now like I don't know November, September, whatever, October. And I'm like, hey, can I get another another pitcher? And she would make a green pitcher of Miller Lite every time. Didn't matter what time of the year it was. She was, was fantastic,
3: great. sorry, thank you for sharing. Yeah, she was phenomenal.
2: Maybe they just had the green keg still back there. No, she literally was, would put... No, they were milking
3: not, yeah, the no. green cow yeah. beers for sure. <laughs> the beer cows. So anyway, so I did a college. You and did then a then college. I to North Carolina.
2: So you were part of the group that went from Ohio back to basically stayed as a group and went to North Carolina. Yes. And you've done some pretty cool shit since then. So we we've had drivers, we've had spotters, we've had... You know, money, people. We've had track owners. We've had all sorts of stuff. But you have an interesting story where you do a lot of, you know, the The fabrication stuff, the grunt stuff. So, (laughs) what what's your story been like since landing in North Carolina? Because you've done you worked at a couple different places and you're doing some pretty cool shit.
3: Yeah. So uh, I moved to North Carolina. It was the winter of 2017, which um, was the worst time to move from Ohio because it was like zero degrees out. And uh, we moved all the crap down there, me and my girlfriend Sydney, and uh, I pretty immediately was able to nab a job as, like, just um, shop bitch, for lack of a better term, at Fury Race Cars, and made really good friends with Tony Erie Jr., and Jeff Fultz, and everybody else who worked there, and uh, just kind of moved around there. Like, I did a little bit of everything, it was like, it was like one day I build be building NASCAR modified sheet metal noses to running their CNC tube bender to machining parts of the lathe and the bridge for to yada, yada, yada. Um, they kind of went through like, a, um, I'm trying to put it nicely. A transition, I, a transition period. <laughs> and they, uh, let me go. Um, despite all of the many things I could do around there. And then I pretty immediately moved to what was Rowdy Manufacturing, and they put me right in on building their super late model chassis and it transitioned into hamky race cars again and I was there for 2 years um built I'm trying to think of how many cars. It was a lot. I know I ended on car number 68, oh, which they were mad. But yeah, oh, everybody. Even the, the. Too bad he could have just got, done with. one more. I know. <laughs> the guy. Well, maybe it was 66. I know it was like a couple more, and I was like, no, I'm not staying any longer. Um, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. It's like really good people there. Um, they were also kind of like growing fast and not like hiring enough people to kind of combat that growth at the same time. So it just kind of came down to all of us. And, and during that time, I picked up a part-time gig with Nick Hoffman, building his uh, elite dirt modifieds for like the UMP dirt car tour. And I was doing that like nights and weekends, and I became pretty good friends with Nick. And he only, at the time, it was like pretty exclusive. Like he built like 15 cars a year. It was just to fund his racing deal. And um so I do that like nights and weekends and then eventually like around the 2 year mark I got like pretty burnt out on um building chassis <laughs> and just doing it for you know 15 hours a day and then going in on Saturdays and and all that and um so I kind of I like started to slow down at showing up Nick's like fantastic like he's like the best boss you could ever like he doesn't micromanage he doesn't he's just like you know what to do you do it fantastic done and so i uh I started kind of showing up less and less because I was so burnt out, and so finally he pulled me kind of pulled me aside one night, and he's like, "Hey, man, like uh, you know like I need this stuff done, and like uh, like just kind of what's going on like you know and and Nick's only a couple of years older than me, so it's like talking to you guys and and I was like, "You know man, like this is just getting old fast, <laughs> like it's just a lot, a lot doing both, and like I don't know what to do about it, and he said, "Well." I just worked a deal with Justin Allgaier that we can just build chassis and parts and send them to Allgaier shop in Illinois. And I would like to ramp up production. So would you like to just come and work for me? And I was like, that is the best news I've ever heard because I, at the time I was like, I'd really like to keep working with Nick, but I just don't know how to like swing that if he only wants 15 cars. And uh, so I told him, I was like, give me a month because I have health insurance at a hamkey <laughs> and I'm going to use the living hell out of it. For a month. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to bail off this deal and work for you. And so I've been doing that for, it's been over a year now. Um, we built uh, 35 cars last year. Um, it's like the business is booming, but it's like, it's just in his parents, like two and a half bay garage. It feels like, Like the dream of like when you watch Days of Thunder where you build cars in a barn and you go race. And it's just like that except it's now and the cars are fantastic. Nick wins a bunch of races. Yeah, for
1: people that might live under a rock, Nick Hoffman is like the best – UMP dirt-modified yeah, driver in yeah. the country, statistically.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Mike Harrison still kind of has a beat on, like, the actual stat, but Harrison's getting a little older. and. Um, in,
2: in terms of, like, winning percentage, though, it, it can't be even close. Yeah, and, I think so. it's,
3: like, per race, he definitely has a it beat. It's just Harrison has been doing it for, like, 40 years. So, yeah, I've like, never heard of that guy. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so it's, like, yeah, definitely per race, he definitely has the best winning average. And um, so... Yeah. So I just been doing that. Um, it's pretty nice. Like we're just, uh, I'm like the main full main full-time guy. And then, um, he's got a, a few other guys that, uh, jump in and do like, he's got a guy who comes into sheet metal that does, he owns his own business. And so he, uh, he kind of jumps around a little bit, and then he's got his guy that goes to the track with him, and then his, like, neighbor does, like, control arms and stuff like that for him. But, yeah, I'm pretty much the guy who gets the chassis out of the building and to powder coat and then back. So It, it
2: is pretty cool to see because, obviously, you've been a part of the, I would say, probably a bit of the spectrum where, you know, we went to school, we saw what their version of, quote, professional was in terms of what it would be like to be on, like, a big team or something like that and then you go over to Hamkey and Rowdy whatever you want to call it at the time and then you get into that side of things with like the the asphalt late model stuff and all that yeah. stuff what what's been the biggest transition working for Nick not only is it like a mom and pop style shop but like you're working on dirt cars like that that was never really in the the cards before correct
3: no like asphalt asphalt racing's always like my that's always been my favorite um but yeah as far as like the professional thing um there's like it's di- it's different at like what i do like i've always worked it for small businesses so like yes if you go to a team penske like it's a corporate company like you don't get to like you gotta not necessarily like any job you have to be on time and stuff but it's like this is the schedule you get a request time off you have to do this that and the other thing versus you know even working for Hampke, it was like a little more okay um You know, give us a week notice, you know, and then, like, okay, well, maybe we got to figure out your pay deal a little differently or whatever. We'll give you X amount of days off, da 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 da. But it's like, it's just more relaxed, but it's also, you don't have the amount of people either. Like, when I was at Hamkey, there was, I think it was 16 people to totally, like, supply parts, build parts, build chassis, build bodies. Put them all together, run them out the door with motors and them, like all that. And there was like sixteen of us. When I was at at Fury, there was twenty two, which was a little more manageable. Um, so like everybody did a little bit of everything, to some extent. Like I, you know, some weekends I would have to work and stuff, and I'd be like hanging bodies just because that's what needed to be done. Um, but yeah, no, it's like it's nice. And then going to Nick they you know he's just the type of guy that's like like i said before it's just hey you know what needs to get done as long as you do it we're happy you know what i mean and um so yeah no it's been like really nice to do that and it feels more like mom and pop like i like to show up to work and we can laugh and joke and he's not like mad if i had to take a phone call or like you know what i mean it's just yeah it's a lot better than being like in a corporate setting. And like I always wanted to work in NASCAR or like be the guy but like the the industry's changed so much that like it's not bad um but it's just so corporate now that like hey if this is your screw or like if you are the transmission guy like or you're the body guy like this is all you do and that's it. And like once your job's done, that doesn't mean you get to go home. You just have to stand around. Do more. Collect the paycheck. Yeah. No, it's not even like do more. It's just like okay, this is like I'm here, and then so there's not much incentive to like work harder. And of course, it's fantastic you work for a cup team that wins all the time. You know what I mean? And then you're like, yeah, this is great. But if you work for a cup team that doesn't win all the time, you're like, man, I'm kind of like this one one bolt in the scheme of all these bolts, and and we're running really twenty matter. second every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah and we're running twenty second every week, and <laughs> it like sucks, you know. So. I don't know. I kind of like the small business and the short track. I'm a big short track guy. Like I'd rather do that even if it's dirt or asphalt or whatever. And I like the dirt racing guys. Like they're just more down to earth to be honest. And also like the, the late model guys got really frustrating when it was like the 12 year old kids. And like we, there's this funny story. I, I'm not going to say who it was or anything, but I'll do it. we'll just bleep it. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to say who it was because I can't remember, no. <laughs> but it was this kid. He had to have been like 15 and he comes so into the just shop. just say had, it was
1: John Hunter Nemechek.
3: Sure. Sure. <laughs> um, and he comes into the shop at Hampke. This is a Hampke, and they had custom poured. They, uh, Kenny's components did the fiber, uh, the carbon fiber seats. They had to do custom pours for him. Well, he comes in to get a seat poured. His dad is like a blue collar guys wearing overalls, all this stuff. Obviously, like, spending, you know, a late model from them was, like, 120 grand out the door. And they, uh, you know, this kid comes in and he gets a seaport and they stand there and he's like, Dad, I'm hot. Like, I'm going to go sit in the truck or whatever. Dude, we had the AC in the building at, like, 76 degrees. And I'm, like, hustling around welding stuff, all that stuff. And this kid's like, meh, meh, meh. and I'm like, I don't want to build cars for these people, you know. And, like, it's it's just tough <laughs> to see, like... Man, it's just, like, so spoiled and, like, not – I don't know. And not all of them are like that. I was telling you earlier, it's like I know Casey Roderick fairly well. Love Casey Roderick. Big fan because he's, like, the guy who's, like, he knows what's going on. He's always – every time he come and picked up his car or, like, had something fixed, he's always, like, wanted to talk to everybody in the shop and, like, ask – you know, questions and all that. And I was like, I always really like people like that, but it was the little shithead 15 year olds. I was like, man, you don't deserve to be in a legend car. Say nothing about this <laughs> fucking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, that was long winded. but
2: Well, no, it's just interesting because like Bobby and I always know, like you were always the big Dale Earnhardt guy, right? Love like, him. Big three, always on your go karts, everything. Then you slide into a role where you're literally working with one of the Yuris. So like, that's gotta be half ass surreal in and of itself but then you go through this transition period where you're working for Nick Hoffman, who I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know who a Nick Hoffman was until I went to college because yeah, I wasn't I really either. involved in the dirt scene at all. I, yeah. I didn't know anything about him. But you start half-ass paying attention. You're like, holy fuck, like, that's that fucking guy, basically. Um, so like that had to have been an interesting transition because, one, you know, we all went to college because we all thought we were going to be fucking rich and famous superstars. Afterwards. Oh, I'd love to.
3: It's still um, –
2: manage that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and you know from there you end up working with one of the yuris which is quite literally you know dale's cousin actually and, both of them because it yeah. was uh
3: yuri senior and yuri junior yuri junior you know pardon of fury and making like really good friends with them was like really cool like listening to pops we called yuri senior pops that was his name and uh just he just on breaks and stuff just rifle into these old stories and i was telling charlie earlier is like there's this fantastic story he talked about dale earnhardt where like you know they love to drink, I mean party, all that stuff, but he said Dale drink any kind of alcohol you put in front of him, you know, like if it was whiskey, tequila, wide, bubba, wide, whatever, wide, <laughs> and they drink and, you uh, under the table, drink you under the table. But he said if wild turkey came out, wide, he said he said if the wild turkey came out all the guns had to come out. He said he would open up the gun safe and they'd all go to the backyard and shoot the guns in the backyard. But it was only wild Turkey. Like any other alcohol did not matter. Not at all, but it was wild Turkey and Dale be like, well, time to fire off the guns.
2: That's all right. Jack makes me fight people. So I get it. Same thing. Same difference,
3: you know? So that was like a fun story, but uh, yeah, listen to them and, and Tony junior just like, I mean, it's, it's weird because you're like, well, you know, you look at the stats, especially like Dale Jr. Raising Cup and stuff like that. It's like, well, it's not like, but God damn, are those motherfuckers smart. Like, like building super late models for Tony Erie Jr. was like dumb stuff to him. Like it was like not even like to the max of his ability at all, you know? And it was just like, wow, like these guys... It's hard when you grow up and watch on TV, and you're like, oh, so-and-so doesn't do very good. And it's like, no, 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 all these guys, Charlie always says it. It's like, these guys are the top of the top. Yeah. Like, they're still leagues ahead of anybody else.
2: Well, I, th- I think the best comparison I've ever heard actually came from Rusty's dad, Wayneo, where um, they were talking about, like, the caliber of these these cup drivers. And, like, now is a little bit different, obviously. But, like, they're still they're doing still pretty good. Like the most competitive form of what we do on a weekly basis to a global audience, right? And they're doing a lot of it. And they're doing a lot of it. So, like Kyle Petty in like the '90s when he was racing Cup, wasn't really anything to write home hey, about, was right? Set like, the world He's the king's he did son, set... but like won like what seven races ever? Well, he came. To he did Beach have red... a
3: fire paint scheme when he had the Hot Wheels sponsorship, though that was pretty tight. That, Orange yeah, wheels or the like mellow the best. Oh yeah,
2: I yeah, love it. Um. But, yeah, but he came to Beechridge one night and fucking absolutely waxed everybody. So, like, that just shows you, like, even though these guys have, like, you know, you know say, may, say that maybe they're a, a mediocre at the top level, they're still pretty fucking good. Yeah, at my world. dad crew chief for Kenny Wallace at Thompson in 2004, and
1: back then, Kenny Wallace was the same thing. Mid-packer in the Cup Series would occasionally peel off a Bush Series win, and my dad was excited. He was looking forward to it. He was driving uh, Scott Mulkern's backup car at Thompson. And Kenny ran, there was two cup drivers in the field that night. It was before Loudon. Jimmy Spencer was in the P.T. Watts, too. Kenny was in Scott's 84. Um, Jimmy wrecked Scott for the lead. But uh, either way, Jimmy won the race, and Kenny finished second.
2: Jimmy who? Spencer Spencer
3: oh, okay yeah. and uh the Jimmy the, yeah. have <laughs>
2: some fucking
3: respect
1: or whatever his name was <laughs> and uh was it was his nickname Showtime or did I just offend Jimmy no Blewett? it's uh, oh, fuck. uh Mr. Excitement Mr. Excitement Mr. Yeah, Excitement, not Showtime uh sorry Jimmy B- B- Blewett essentially the same thing. thing so for, for, for so anyway they, they get done after <laughs> the race and this was Scott's backup car which turned into being my car eventually and you know Kenny was super friendly super grateful all day um and he's like, yeah, you know, you got a good little piece here, Scott, but um, you got a couple, like, something's going on with the roll center in the front. Maybe try doing this and this, and, like, maybe maybe cut the right rear trail on our mount and move it a little bit. But other than that, like, the car's real, real close. Like, you, you do these couple of things, on, and, and you'll fix the balance of it.
3: And it's just like, And it's oh. like, oh, you're talking about balance. Like, when I was short track racing, <laughs> yeah. it was like, That was never uh, even a word like, until yeah, the last five like, years. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like, people didn't know what polar moment meant. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, we're yeah, you're way behind. The, um. Uh speaking of Kenny Wallace, so it's like I built two of Kenny Wallace's Dirt Modifieds now and he comes to the shop and always like helps assemble them, you know? And um he uh he's just fantastic. He's like so out Oh my yeah, my dad said open. it was he was so cool to work he's for. He's so funny and um but that's like another example of like um when we were going to college, Kenny Wallace would come with his Dirt Modified to land and I mean just dick stomp the field like it was just embarrassing yeah, for close. the local guys like he would be like he'd enter low come high enter high like go low like it was just like <laughs> come high yeah enter high yeah. Um, yeah that was a poor choice of words but anyway <laughs> so um, no but he was just like wild and, and we he was running lethal chassis for a long time and then he was just not doing well in David Strummey's stuff and, and they had been long term friends with the Hoffmans anyway because they're all from St. Louis and uh, so yeah so we built him a car it's just like revitalized a older wheel man like he won a bunch of races this past season and he like, was a b was,
1: main bobby at the fucking dome
3: yeah yeah but he was excited about it For <laughs> sure, sure. <was. laughs> I, thought I thought he can... won the a main and then i'm like oh that weren't even the main <laughs> that was just no. the b feature he's <laughs> in the race now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no so i mean granted the dome is a hard place to race oh, but yeah. like he just like you know what i mean and so no those guys are way better and he he told a f- hilarious story. Cause he is ragging on Ricky Stenhouse about working out all the time and all this. And he's like, ah, oh, back in my day, we didn't do all that. He's like, he's like when they started, you know, the young kids were like, well, we gotta be in shape. He's like, fuck do i have to be in shape for i'm just holding the fucking steering wheel
2: (laughs) hot take from (laughs) penny wallace
3: oh yeah yeah he doesn't have any time for youngins (laughs) i was
1: gonna talk to him last year he was at volusia when we were there and i didn't quite get drunk enough to brave uh walking down there but i kind of wanted this year when we're there Uh, you should just strike up a conversation Uh, especially
3: with the story with your dad he'll probably remember it yeah because he he,
1: uh you know they were talking in between practice and and mulkern and they're talking and uh my dad being kind of a little bit of a fan, he's like, "Kenny, you know, you, you drove a super modified, right?" And he he did. He hot lapped one at Oswego, and he was like, "Holy fuck, no, man!" I. Oh. I was scared shitless the whole time. Like, I'll never drive one of those ever again. <laughs> and then Scott's like, well, that's what this guy races on a weekly basis. And Kenny's like, what? Fucking where's your balls, man? Like, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> Which yeah. is like, that's where it stemmed from a young age. My favorite thing, anytime I meet somebody that races professionally and you tell them you race super modified, that's always their go-to. And it, Dude, it gets everybody, me every time. <laughs> I've
3: like met so many people all across the country. And I'm like, yeah, I'm from New England. I was like, is that where they race super modified? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I actually know somebody who races on He's like, how big are their balls?"
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, first time I met Noah and Tyler Reddick, both of them are like,
0: We're where, you
1: know, how, where's the wheelbarrow, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> <laughs> my
3: dad says I'm sorry because he when the supermods used to come to Oxford and stuff when he was racing in the eighties, he's like, Yeah, somebody told me he's like he watched me I forget who it was now, but he's like, Yeah, this guy come up who raced supermods, he's like, Watch me race the street stock and he's like, You'd make a good super modified driver my dad is like Nah <laughs> 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 Nah it's not that. Man. Yeah my dad liked to um, His racing theory So for people who don't know My dad um, He won the 1983 um, Street Stock Championship At Oxford He raced there For a few years He Has your dad always been like, From New Hampshire? Yeah So that's yeah. a bit of a haul then Yeah Yeah I mean we're from Tamworth So it's like anywhere is a haul yeah. I mean every every track Is like 60 miles from our house So like no matter what direction you go and, um, so are was there, he, uh, he had a late model at Lee that he kind of struggled with. He always says he like got in above his head, you know, he's like, he's like, man, the tires were four times as expensive. The car was more expensive. And this is all in like the late eighties. And even back then he was like, it just like, I thought it was, oh yeah, yeah, I won the championship and like, you know, we're good. And then he's just way over his head. But, uh, um, Yeah. So no, it was uh, he always he loves Oxford planes. Every time I hear Charlie talk like badly about Oxford, not as like an organization but as a track track, The track surface. Um, I'm always like, I don't know. My fucking dad said my my dad said you can run in the fucking fifth groove there and just hold it wide open in a street stock and win the race, so I don't know.
1: (laughs) I got like a, a, a re energized like appreciation towards Oxford because I get to actually race there now. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll hate it again by the end of this year, but yeah, it's, I just,
2: uh, I've always loved Oxford because well, I, I obviously okay, like so maybe it was Bobby, not you, but yeah. Yeah. he shits on Oxford. Well, but, and, and well, I liked it at easy.
1: first, like when I first went there, my first two pass races there, I qualified 85th and finished seventh. And then the second time I qualified fourth, led a couple laps and finished fourth. And I'm like, this place is fucking awesome. But yeah. I never ran that good there ever again. Yeah, it just progressively got worse. Well, I was gonna
2: say for me, it's probably gonna be more recency bias because last right. two times I raced there, I you won. won. So, oh, okay. hey. so hey, we get it. But the, the cool uh-huh. the cool part for me though is that I, I'm such, tried, you see him once every two years. <laughs> I deal uh, with him every week. I have to listen to this podcast uh, every week. <laughs> but I'm such a Beechridge homer that Oxford's the next closest thing to Beechridge, and I have always associated those two racetracks with. You have to drive the racetrack. I don't care how good your car is. You still have to know what the fuck you're doing behind the wheel. So my favorite, my other favorite story from my dad racing was they used
3: to go to they used to take the Oxford cars to Beechridge like once a year, and uh, that was when Beechridge was still dirt. And he said, he's like, yep, so we go down there and uh, we just swap the re- the front springs in it. And he goes, we just kick their fucking ass every time. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I don't know what those hillbillies were doing, but we had this shit dialed in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I think the deal with Oxford is, like, it doesn't get enough credit for being the hardest fucking racetrack in the country. Like, there's just no two ways around it. It's a big circle. It's flat. It's It's got more
1: grip in the center, too, than it does in the middle of the backstretch.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it like no you sense. can't like you can't be a throttle jockey there. Like nope. you have to be smooth. You have to, you know, dr- just like Charlie said, just drive the racetrack. Like you're fighting the racetrack. You're not racing the other cars there. You're racing the racetrack. And the harder you try, the, the slower, slower you go. The slower you go. Unless you're my dad in 1983 and you set it up in the fifth groove and just hold it wide open. Well,
1: that's <laughs> Matt, Matt Dufault used to do that like three years ago and it worked. So. You, that's
3: what I mean. I don't think things have changed. I just think you guys you know, are pussies. What I, well. <laughs> I, I, there, I am I a certified
1: a, catfish. Gonna you say,
2: could not, like, you, I'm going to be the only super modified there with my left front like below the curb. I'm like, trying to hook it. I think <laughs> I made one pass on the outside all weekend, and I was a catfishing motherfucker the rest yeah. of the night. Yeah. Cross him uh, over the, the all, center, center old line. <laughs> yeah, the
3: old Nick Hoffman line.
2: Yeah, for sure. And that, that's why I, I like Hoffman a lot, too, because if you watch him, and you and I have talked about this a lot, too, is that he drives it like an asphalt car. I mean, yeah, the, the, the nose front. is planted. I mean, the rear end's got all the forward drive to it. He's just, you know, driving left. And he's the only one who steers
3: th- left in a dirt car. You know, like the track, you turn left. Why is everybody turning right? Well, you, you see know?
2: all these other dirt cars. The left front's fucking three miles up in the air. I'm like, you're just Leave wasting. Leave the left front at home. You're wasting all of your drive because you're going up yeah. and not forward. Well, like, and some old timer at some point,
3: I think it was Mert Blood said he's like, well, the car a works hell a hell lot. That's name. <laughs> but it's um, DJ's grandfather. E. Oh, Shaw's yeah Shaw's grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I believe grandfather, or great grandfather. I Don't don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, he said the car works a lot better if uh, all four tires are touching the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so does increase your odds of sticking to the air. Said, that being
2: said, there was some guy who brought a midget to the Chili Bowl with a ski on the left front one time. That so was awesome. I think Tim McCready <laughs> drove it. I will say the Chili Bowl may be the exception. Yeah, there's
1: there's no rules <laughs> there at all. Try to build a 600-horsepower, 400-pound
2: race car. Yeah, yeah a go-kart with fucking up just all motor basically
3: so that deal i think you guys are talking about the chili bowl um that deal from what i heard because nick's like friends with all these guys kyle larson like i've hung out with kyle larson and Stenhouse and all that but the reason the big reason why they didn't go we're or honored knock on, we're honored to
1: be in your presence well no tonight. i'm just saying it's like
3: from the <laughs> horse's mouth was just that Brad they spend left. so Here's much and i think <laughs> i think you guys probably touch on it anyway, but it's just like they spend so much money to be there, and then the payout is so bad, and it's like it's a long, welcome to racing. <laughs> well, no kidding, and that's why I don't necessarily disagree with you guys. It's like, well, uh, that's kind of just racing, um, but that was kind of that was the main reason confirmation of was uh the payouts not good. But I don't know if that's just because sponsors didn't want to go or race teams didn't want to go because. I feel like if you hand a driver a steering wheel, they just race. So, you know what I mean? And, like, Kyle Larson's like, what do you have to lose? You're just going to fucking win the race anyway. You know what I mean? Like, so... Yeah, you don't, hear, you don't hear a...
1: Tanner Thorson bitching about how much money he won at that yeah, race last year. I was, I was year. No. disappointed to
3: hear why the,
2: a lot of those guys aren't going. Yeah, to it sports.
3: is disappointing, yeah,
2: yeah. But so I, I don't, I thought, oh, I you don't know thought all y'all that. motherfuckers were race car drivers.
3: Yeah, I don't know if there's, like, a solution to that at all. You know, other than just, like, once, everybody is getting paid, get paid less? Once you paid to so. do
2: something, why would you do it for free anywhere else? Okay, yeah. joker. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're so, good at something, never do it for free.
1: Well, but in the eyes of the promoter, I mean... It's not like the place ain't going to sell out this yeah, year. Yeah, it's not like the promoter's oh, it'll be to the fine. The Tulsa shootout this week has 1,500 entries. The Chili Bowl's up to almost 350. Like yeah. it's,
3: The Tulsa they'll shootout's they'll be, insane.
1: They will be just fine without Kyle <laughs> Larson and Christopher
3: Bell. Yeah, they'll yeah. be fine.
1: Speaking of the Tulsa shootout, uh, shout out to Chase Rogers. They're out oh, yeah. there racing tonight, I think, from Old Orchard Beach, Maine. Yep. First time in history of either the shootout or the Chili Bowl that anyone from Maine has entered.
2: Really? That's actually pretty cool. That's wild.
1: He's running two different classes. We like a a a Billy Rogers. We like a Chase Rogers. In Maine, the way life
3: should be. Yeah.
0: Correct. Find Mm -hmm. it here. (sighs) You won't find any dirt tracks, though, so that's probably why (laughs) that hasn't ever happened I wonder if he had to, like, drive to the beach to, like, hot lap
1: it before he went? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he probably probably ripped it right down
0: the ocean, right (laughs) off the pier. (laughs) Hopefully it (laughs) wasn't fucking two weeks ago because there was no beach. It was just fucking water. Let's go okay. get away. They say, say what they they're going to say. say. The Patron. Oh,
2: let's, let's go get, get it, it on. Drink, clink, down the Bud Light. All right, anyway. I don't remember my, my new thing. <laughs> my, like my,
0: my new thing is that anytime someone says the word Patron,
3: I get a gun out and I shoot myself in the head. <laughs> 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 Why? Oh, uh, so it hasn't happened too often. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, there's a couple holes under that hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, aim a little lower. has got two ears, I guess.
2: Uh, Yeah. So, so uh, so yeah, that's a my story. Yeah, that's you. Uh, so what yeah. what's the future look like for Alman um, Evans? Uh, also, I'm a little pissed at you. I'm not gonna lie. Why uh, would you ever be that? Well, you and your brother <laughs> you you made this like whole drift car fabrication thing called Low Ho- Low Horizon. Yeah. So Alman's name is Alman, right? A-L-M-O-N. Oh, is this about my Instagram? Yeah, handle? I'm pissed. His know. Instagram handle used hey, to be what? Almo's World. It's not. It's not no, anymore. No, 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 no. Almost, world. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. not that anymore. Well, and so I thought that that was the most perfect name of all time. I'm going to tell you a little secret. secret. I don't care.
3: So <laughs> just in case I ever want to go back, I actually made another Instagram account. To block it? My, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so no one else so can have the so correct, name. Correct, correct. I respect the shit out of that. Let's go. That's your finsta. It's, I think it's just like a, I think it's like an out of pocket that's your like, picture of me on, um, on the profile. And that's it. No, yeah. post, not having no followers. I love that. I love yeah. that. But I was like, yep. Yeah, uh, I just don't want to lose that. You, can't lose, that. you yeah, can't lose You can't I won't that. lose it.
2: Yet. I was today go.
1: years old when I found out you changed it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So why did you change it? You, you and your uh, your know. little brother Frankie, we like a Franklin. Yes. Uh he he likes the dr- the drift NASCARs. Mm. Yes. The, the, the NAS drift. Yeah, we do uh, like the NAS drift. And and uh you you've had a hand in that, correct? Uh, how's that yes. going? Yes.
3: So that's kind of like the offshoot is Frankie. Well, he so he also went to UNOH. And um Rip. Well, no, because, like, I don't know. We can all bitch about college, but college was a good time. Oh, and good. so, anyway, time. He, got a, he, he got into drifting instead of the racing thing while he was there. He got, like, a really good group of friends. They all had cars. Um, they'd go to Kilcare Speedway in Dayton, and um, they'd go drifting and all that. So ever since, he, he also moved to North Carolina with me. and um, So how many people are in that house now? We have five of us in that house. It's a big house, though, so that's okay. But anyway, so, yeah, so he's gotten really into drifting, which is like a whole new world for me, but I actually really enjoy it because it's all the same. It's a car. Like, it, nothing changed about a car. Just because you're trying to be sideways and go as fast as you can, make as much smoke as you can. And be not knock over as, any cones. Not Well, the cone thing isn't as much. That's not. It's not autocross, so um stay on track is kind of a problem sometimes but yeah so he has a bmw e36 that's um you know all gutted and um angle kit on the front end all that stuff but we've been working on like actually building it like a race car because a lot of the people who do this type of stuff is not Like, they don't know how to build race cars, you know? And, like, being able to understand suspension dynamics and shock tuning and all Hmm. this stuff, like, really makes a big difference. Imagine
1: asking – we have a friend up here that does this. Imagine asking Tim Tom if he knows what anti-dive and pro-dive is.
3: Exactly. He
1: would look at you like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
3: and, like, a lot of that – some of that doesn't can't really apply because it's, like, the last form of street stock racing, to be honest. Like, you can't – modify like suspension mounts and you can't you know they most of the cars run like mcpherson type front ends because you can uh, this you can modify the steering angle a lot more than like upper and lower control arms and um yeah so like you're limited to this stock car like even the cage like can't go through the firewall like yeah. you can build stuff on the front side of the firewall and the whole cage on the back side but you can't tie it together um so, yeah, so we've been going through that. He's, like, really good. We've just been doing, like, hobby events and stuff like that. Like, nothing competitively yet. Um, but he's been slowly building this car into a competition car. And Now, and how do they awesome.
1: do a competitive event? Is it, like, a mixture of, like, speed and style or...?
3: Yeah, so how it works is they, like, if you're... So they do a qualifying run, which is a single car. And it, the thing about drifting is, like, it's not a timed event it's a it's like the figure skating of motorsports so you have three judges and you'll do a qualifying run and they Once have to get imagine
1: tim tom on figure skates <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah yeah so it's all about car control so like the qualifying run is about car control you're out there by yourself you there's like zones on the track that you know it's like a clipping point on the inside or the outside you have to they judge on like proximity to that speed Tire smoke, which is kind of like an arbitrary I think that's kind of one of the arbitrary things that's kinda tough. Um and angle and they'll have like on the professional ones, they'll have drones and stuff just looking straight down on the car, and then they'll compare all the videos. And then you get a spot in the top thirty two, top thirty two bracket, goes together, then it's two cars on the track and you get two runs. One With you leading, so your job is to hit those marks just like you did in qualifying, and then the car behind you needs to stay as close and follow that line as closely as they can. And then you get judged on your lead run. They get judged on how well they followed you. Then you do another run, and you just flip places. So then they just judge on... You know, who did the best? Who did the best lead run? Who did the best follow run? And then you continue on through the bracket until someone wins. And it's tough because, like, on, even on the professional level of Formula D, sometimes the it's like a sports game. Like, sometimes they just make bad calls. You know, it's it's not as cut and dry as, like, racing where it's like... Oh, no, I get accused
1: of making bad calls all the time. Well, no,
3: but it's not like, oh, like... Like, the the fastest car usually wins or the person in the lead at the end of the race wins right but like in drifting it's like oh no the judges said you did better like uh you know like um Mm -hmm. they had formula d new jersey this past year and actually a friend of frankie's runs in formula d and he was the top you know one two and he ended up like having a motor issue and they got it like fixed. They give you like an X amount of time to fix. Like if you have like a mechanical issue, the other guy had hit him. So it should have been a zero on him. That's the other thing. You can't hit the other driver or you can't spin him out or otherwise it's automatic zero. So they, um, the guy gets it fixed. He could have just not fixed it and the timer would have run out and he would have won. But instead he was like a good sportsman. They got it back out there. It was low on power, Like, all that stuff. And then they judged the other guy was better. And we were all watching on TV and we're just like, you have to be fucking kidding me. Like, it was just plain as day. The guy with the motor problems, he still did a better run and also was, like, a fantastic sportsman about it. And, like, he could have just won just by, like, oh, yeah, the motor's fucked and, like, just stayed in the pits. So it's kind of a weird sport and it's just not as cut and dry, but it is like a lot of fun. Riding in the cars is bizarre. Like the G forces and stuff, you think it's not like blowing donuts in a parking lot. Like no, it's our, not our buddy Tim all.
1: Tom's always trying to get people to go down and ride or ride along with it. It's or-
3: so different than you think it is. It's like riding in a dirt car where, like, yeah, you're sideways, but you're trying to go fast, and um the cars just get so gripped up and like we're always dealing with the same things as like a circle track car. It's like tires and and alignment. And angles and air pressure rear percentage tear you know. yeah tire pressure like front and rear all of that like plays a factor and um so yeah, just like i said it 's just it 's still a car and it 's still interesting and it 's still like really fucking cool, and it makes for way better um videos and instagram stuff than a nascar race does for sure <laughs> so uh yeah no it's been a lot of fun and then on the other hand i've been um building a street stock to race at hickory for myself that uh, my dad actually built a car for white mountain um he stopped building it in 1992 and just around the time where just about every racetrack kind of outlawed second generation Camaros. And it's been sitting in my parents' barn since then, and I've somewhat resurrected it, and I'm shooting to be on the track sometime this year, hopefully. I was hoping for the start of the season, but work and money and and all that so i'm not gonna you and money uh, still aren't seeing each no, other no we're just like really not on talking terms yet <laughs> <laughs> like despite all the nice things i just said about my life it's still <laughs> not really on talking well, terms. well good
2: thing uh, really good news is racing is pretty cheap really so. hope that there's <laughs> yeah. a street stock race
0: the day uh, of the the thursday of the coke 600 when the stars tour is in town because i will also there probably be in is town yeah and uh yeah hopefully
3: yeah there is uh they do they run at the easter bunny too so i Was kind of shooting for that, Um, but we'll see if. If you you
0: don't make the Easter Bunny, I think you got like three more months. If
3: anybody wants to um, advertise in uh, North (laughs) Carolina who's from Maine, um, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank
2: you. Uh, Also buy that (laughs) four-cylinder for thirty thousand (laughs) dollars. Uh, so y- y- you know as well as anybody else we-, we have a patreon right so anybody who hasn't already head on over to the patreon app make sure you look up the black flag podcast and you're going to be able to ask questions to all of our guests oh and god did they ask questions about me they did they did um, uh you does are anybody no know I am? <laughs> um judging by the questions no but that's okay <laughs> yeah um trevor ward uh asked for both you and i how was unoh i got accepted for their high performance program and can't wait to go I think um,
3: most of this podcast was probably about that, but um, no, yeah. I think it was, I think it was fantastic. I think every. How would you being, sum up your experience? Well, it, being on the motorsports team and stuff, we had to talk to a lot of prospective t- students, and this is what I always told them. I said, y- it's just about how you apply yourself. If you want to go and just walk through class and just hang out at the dorms or whatever, then 90- like it sucks. But if you want to make friends with your professors, do, like, extracurricular things, and that doesn't necessarily mean things the school offers, but, like, Charlie and I, like, drove to Georgia on, like, a moment's 20, notice to 20, go to a car 20 show. 20 minutes notice, yeah. Yeah, and, and, like, stuff like that, like, make friends and find people because there's, like, Nine- no matter what you're into, there's people there that like the same things, and maybe there's people that you make friends with that don't like the same things, but then you end up, you know, Nine- like Frankie with the drift car 99%
2: thing. of the experience was not about the classroom. I mean, if no. the tech I didn't even I actually enjoyed my bachelor's classes more than my associate's classes, which were like the hands-on type stuff. Um, but it was all about the experiences that you get, just like you said. It's all about the people that we met. We wouldn't be having this conversation right now if school hadn't happened. And coming from a kid who, you know, grew up in Scarborough, ended up making the move a thousand miles from home, Trevor, I know, races at Oxford. Uh, he's a good kid. Oh, yeah. Loves nice the, Oxford guy. Loves the show. <laughs> um, I promise that you will not get the same life experiences if you just stay at home. So just go there, make some friends, go on, you know. 10 minute notice Eat, fucking cross country yeah, trips. tuna and, and cool ranch Doritos. Yeah. 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 You'll know, learn how to live poor, but <laughs> that, have a good time doing it. That it's was, the best time that I've ever had.
0: That yeah. was super informational. And you actually answered his question because prior to this, pretty much all he learned was how to get green beer at Applebee's in fucking September. <laughs> <so>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ask for Jamie <laughs> at Applebee's. That's like uh, that's
3: Yeah. Actually, as for uh, Sarah. I think Sarah still works there. Eh? Yeah. as Who? for Sarah, Sarah, um, Zach's uh, future ex wife. Oh, good for him! Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, shout out to Zach Greggs, love uh, you. Our good pal, <laughs> our good
2: pal Slim asks uh, first. He says, "Congrats, Charlie and Lindsay, as you patiently await baby Sanborn Very excited for the both of you, Alman. What are some of the biggest challenges you face when building slash repairing chassis for your customers? Have a safe New Year's, everyone. Um, well, I can't promise a safe New Year's, but I would say, <sighs> not if Brad's driving.
3: Okay. The biggest <laughs> challenges, I'd say, like the most interesting, is probably the. <laughs> oh, I just uh, got the... <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm <sorry. laughs> <No, laughs> Just kidding. Um. No, I'd say, I don't know. Like biggest challenges, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's, it's a job. I like actually doing repairs. I wish Nick would like not be so stringy with them. Um. He's kind of the guy that's like, uh, yeah, you wrecked it. Just buy another one. Um. But businessman. Um, <laughs> hey, it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Um yeah, a lot of it's like it's kind of laid out for me. Like I have chassis jigs and tools to use and it's just like no, nah, it's like if it's not right, I know. I don't know, it's hard to explain like what the challenges would be other than like actually getting good at the craft took a long time. Like knowing knowing what to do when this is this way or whatever. And that's not really a good way to explain it, but mm-hmm you know, realizing, like, how metallurgy <laughs> works and being like, okay, Knowing well, how to stretch. fill
1: a quarter-inch gap when you screw up like fitting pretty, a piece of tubing. I'm actually <laughs> pretty good at
2: that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, Hell of a MIG welder. <laughs> TIG weld. <laughs> good answers, good answers. Bobby, I can attest, your father's TIG welding is fucking incredible, by the way. I'm getting good at it if the tubing is fit perfect and it's easy to get to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do like
3: it. I love TIG welding a lot, but I don't I do, do as much of it anymore. I used to do it a lot at Hamkey, but I... And Hoffman's deal it's all MIG. So. It's for
1: artwork. Meg work is for
2: efficiency. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Angel Angel reggie. Uh, congratulations, Charlie. I thought <laughs> Jesus Christ. Congratulations, Charlie. I thought sixty nine was foolproof. Uh, but could you name the kid <laughs> no, with the mad libs on the show? Uh, Slim then or yeah, you get it. Slim then said I legit spit my beer out on that one. I think that we just uh, take a page
0: out of the fucking book and just start. Will sweat. Well, w-
2: <laughs> I'm on a firing off adjectives. I got ten minutes before I got to pick up my mother at the bus station. <laughs> we can carry the show. I think. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it'll be been. quick. <laughs> Will, Will Sweat <laughs> <No>. <laughs> says, "Peens Sandborn has a nice ring to it." So, uh, sounds like we're gonna do a nice quick mad lib. Okay. And then, uh, what's the? Well, Bobby finds one here. Actually, what,
3: yeah. Do we want to do a weapon of the week?
2: Oh my oh, yeah, God! Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you have one, and I have one. Yeah, definitely. Do you
3: guys have weapons of the week.
2: Uh, Charlie, you go first, because that is um, weapon of the week, Uh, for sure. But we, uh, I made the mistake of going to Walmart on Christmas weekend, basically, right? So, Lindsay and I got some Christmas ornaments. It's like a little, like a present-type deal that you put a a picture in. So, we were going to get one of the sonogram pictures and, and you know, blast it in there and give it to all the parents and grandparents and all sorts of shit so that everybody can cry and have a good time, right? So, literally we just need to go to walmart and go to the fucking like the self what would you call it the photo booth thing right
0: yeah, uh, yeah. you can
2: literally just instantly print them off
0: don't ever do it <laughs> I, I, I could have told you that i, I didn't know that's where you're what you're you doing but so
2: walgreens always so ready we, in like 10 minutes we went there and there's there's two of the option of these will be ready in an hour or two of it'll literally print them off right at your fucking balls and you can leave so we get there and there's some guy sitting down. Naturally, of the 4 that are operating, one works, right? So we're <laughs> we're sitting there. Every time. And there's this fucking cuzzo doing something, right? So there's a there's this guy sitting there like trying to find pictures or whatever. Some lady in front of us in line and then Lindsay and I, right? So like 10 minutes goes by. And I'm starting to get irritated. And I'm like, "What in the fuck Cause it, could this guy possibly be doing?" And now we're like 20, 25 minutes deep into it. And a line has now formed like halfway into the center of Walmart because there's one of these that works for the instant thing. Well, now we realize that the other two were like pick up in an hour, but now we're like a half hour invested in it. And we're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. So I was like, I got to take a shit. So I went and took a full. Naturally. I, I took a full like grown up human shit. Came back. Oh, full one. And, and Kuzo. Full pole. Full pole if Kuzo, Kuzo literally is sitting at this thing. And I swear to God says, oh, my God, I didn't know that these printed right here. And proceeded to print 200 pictures off in the instant picture booth thing. I hope that they were nudes and he was sending <laughs> to all this fucking <laughs> MySpace. Friends. And he prints off 200 of them. And he's like, ah, it's going to be the like only like f- my- we're like 40 minutes invested into this at this point. <laughs> the guy's like, "Ah, don't worry. I only got like 20 pictures left. And Lindsay, who at this point is pregnant and in public and wants to kill somebody. And then there's me. who's d- fair. Who just doesn't public really anyway. That's also fair. And, and Lindsay literally was like, well, I have fucking six. So can, can you just get to the end of the line here and we'll get through our shit and you can go back? Lady in front of us only needed like five. Blasted through it. Finally got ours done. And I could not have been more pissed that I just walked out with those and never even paid for them. I was so fucking angry. But I also had the uh, the $50 worth of, um, Sant- like, a Christmas ugly sweater dress deal that I bought, too, to win a $20 gift card. That so was, it all worked out. hot. Yeah. yeah, it'd fuck me, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so but yours was also a longer experience. Would. Okay, yeah.
3: So I have a weapon a week, for sure. So, um, I was doing a little last minute Christmas shopping with, uh, my dad and my brother, as you will in North Conway, New Hampshire. Oof, that already sounds bad. Uh, so we get our stuff. I mean, we didn't have like that much. It was like, maybe I had like three items. Dad had like two, Frankie had, like four or whatever. And, uh. So, they only had... They had, like, every register open, but they only had, like, two of the actual manned ones. And then they had the ones with, like, the roller deal, but they were self-checkouts. And then they had, like, the... Like, you're supposed to only get, like, three items and then get the fuck out of there once. And... So because we kind of had a cart of shit, I was like, okay, we should go to one of these ones. And then um, we're looking, and, like, every line is out the fucking door except one of them. And one of them has, like, a lady getting, like, a reasonable amount of items. And then a lady behind her who has, like, this cart just mounded up with shit. So everybody saw that and was like, nope. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was the (laughs) stupid motherfucker who was like, that's a lot of stuff, but, like, there's only two people in line. How long can it take? So I'm like, okay, let's stand in this line. So this lady, you know, just putting her stuff on, trying to get it scanned, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, like she's taking a while, but she's trying to hustle, you know. I was like, okay, whatever. She finally gets done, and she – like I look over, and it's $460 worth of shit, right? And I'm like, oh, damn. And then she pulls out a leather envelope, like one of the big ones you can put like a full sheet of paper in. And starts rifling $5 bills into this fucking machine. <laughs> and she's like... And every other one is like crumpled up. So it's like kicking it back at her. Mm. And at this point, I'm like... Okay, I'm like real tired of this shit. <laughs> and I like turn around and I'm just like... I'm a fucking smack of bitch. Like, dude. And so she's like rifling. She gets it down to $10. And then... She's like, okay, pulls out her credit card, swipes. I'm like, oh, finally. Well, I wasn't paying attention. That wasn't even everything in her cart. And she obviously didn't realize that either. So then she fires off another transaction no, and, and I'm like, okay, well, she started to pay with her card. Yeah, Brad's like Brad's already stealing no, from no, her. I'm ears. just generally
0: concerned and confused as to how my mother got to North Conway New Hampshire.
3: <laughs> so, finally, finally I just like I just want to turn around I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. And uh, so <laughs> that I has like another 200 for this. <laughs> so, I go uh so finally, yeah, another $200 worth of shit. And I'm like, well, she already paid with a card, so she's just going to swipe her card. Well, guess what? Here comes a fucking leather envelope out <laughs> again. It starts rifling fives into this fucking machine. And I'm just like, I could not be more Brad Saucier at that time. Oh, I was just like... <laughs> so did you so- miss Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I was so
2: mad. So... <laughs> So the worst part was finally this get,
3: this girl just gets out of there I'm like finally, fucking finally, right? So I pull up and the lady behind us was already like pissed as well, obviously. And so I get my three items, I'm just beep, 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 beep. And then I You put like fucking, a hundred dollar bill to like, oh, go keep it. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> no, 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 no. I go to fucking insert my card and it's like, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. No, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, fuck. No, no, no. So I'm like, okay, try again. No, no, no. <laughs> and I'm like, now I'm the fucking asshole because my card doesn't work. And then I had to call a lady over because I was like checking my phone. I was like, no, like they didn't send. It. I figured it was because I'm like from North Carolina my card just got like flagged. Nope. Machine was just broken. Lady had to come over if I could take the Same. receipt and take me over to the other deal. And I'm just like, this is why we should commit arson at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> correct. That's why you just go loot it like everyone else at Target.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my only, uh, my only grinds my gears is uh, just just an all time bad beat, and uh, I just I hope I truly truly hope that this morning when Justin Herbert rolled out of bed, he stepped on a Lego immediately <laughs> upon getting out of bed because that motherfucker. Knows. So he plays for the Los Angeles Chargers. Going into the season would have been like a top five quarterback in the league on anyone's fucking radar. (laughs) So I draft him in every single one of my fantasy leagues because I like watching him play football pretty good. And you like gambling. Pretty good. I like gambling. Fantasy (laughs) football playoffs started this week. I had a bye in fucking both my two leagues. I'm like, that's perfect. I was the second seed in both of the leagues. I was 11-3 and and 10-4. and I'm like, all right. Going into the final night, they played last night. Everyone else was already done. I was like, I just need a halfway decent night out of Justin Herbert. Motherfucker put up six points. If I would have just won the matchup to go into the finals i would have won at least 350 dollars between the two leagues because second place gets paid and third doesn't especially in mine so justin herbert just fucking lays a complete egg puts up six points and i lost both matchups and uh now i just i don't i mean i'm not wishing anything bad on the rest of the team but like i wish the plane would just get like a flat tire as they go to leave <laughs> the or money something. that you get lot that
1: you lost in that deal he gets paid per minute of simply existing that's so fantastic. That just that now. So anyway, that yeah. was a sports ball talk with yeah. Brad. Yeah, <laughs> egg ball. Uh, so we want to blast one of these out real quick. I found one that was titled "Amazing Dads," which I'm sure that's, <laughs> that's the complete opposite uh, of what Charlie's going to be. Okay, oh well, what?
0: No. <laughs> I mean, what he wore a dress the fucking so, Christmas. Almond, right? are you
1: very are you well versed in words? You, I can, you you more, well, can you bring more? Can you bring that. more to our uh, our consistent uh, of, uh, cunts and <laughs> fart fuck and uh, and beans.
3: Uh, so, I bragged to Charlie earlier that I said, you know, I think I could bring something to the table, but now that we're here, um, I have no idea, so let's All right. go. So, amazing dads. Need an adjective. Teens. Des- des- describe <laughs>
2: words. the fuck up. <laughs>
1: no.
2: uh, lumpy. Oof.
1: I'm sure we've used that before. Plural noun. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, scrotums. Scrotum. <laughs> is
2: that scrot Scroti. <laughs> 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 plural noun again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheese graters. Well, what about uh, toe cheese? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is plural toe cheese? Toe uh, I
3: mean, toe- well, I think toe- like cheese and pies. Per- I, cheesy, I don't know. Cheesy, I didn't, to- I didn't cheesy I didn't toes. Cheesy toes. Oh, okay, there you go. Sure. That yeah. works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, adjective. Shitty. Round. Oh. <laughs> Round? <laughs> yeah, nice, Charlie. Roundy. <laughs> another adjective.
2: Cunty.
0: We've used that. <laughs> <language>. yeah, <laughs> are you going
2: to come up with some, uh See, like truly, uh, I can't even answer these because it's all the same words. Again. Just Pro- <laughs> promiscuous. Because <laughs>
0: yeah. okay. Okay. I was right. thinking slutty, but I'm like, what's another word for slutty? Promiscuous <laughs> <laughs> right, And Then I thought of Nelly Fittano.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number 69. Nice. No. Nice. Yep. Uh,
2: yep. Adjective. Oh, it's not three for Dale? It's a lot of adjectives. There's, there's another hey, number coming up, so we'll use uh, three later. We didn't, um, we didn't get Ooh. into our argument yet. Fertilis- Fertilicious. Fertilicious. Yeah, I don't
0: know if that's an adjective, but it is. Now. Fertilicious. Definitely. It ends in an OUS, so it must be a plural noun. Strip clubs.
3: Oh, I was gonna say like Tim's, Boobies like stores. the boots,
0: booby stores. Yeah, we've used both of those. <laughs> we haven't. Yeah, you we definitely plural, use booby. Plural store. nouns. Yeah. Plural Oyster n- pubs. Oyster <laughs> pubs. <laughs> Jock straps. Jock straps. It is. Jock
2: straps. <laughs> yeah. A noun. Jock. No. No. Uh, A noun. Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Uptown
1: girl. <laughs> you been
4: living. Part of
1: the body. <laughs> <Taint>. Scrotums. <laughs> Tate. <laughs> taint your balls. Taint. Adjective.
0: Greasy. Mm. Greasy. Oily. Uh, stormy. Slimy. Dark and Stormy.
2: Uh, Daniels. <laughs> stormy Daniels. <laughs> slimy. <laughs>
3: Slimy's good. Uh,
2: Pearl plural noun? Jack wagons. Balls. <laughs> Cans, baby. Hell rods. Cans, cans, baby. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Noun,
0: Joe Biden.
2: (laughs) Fucking Joe Byron. (laughs) Beans, rice, Jesus Christ, and Byron.
3: Adjective. Take me out to dinner. Um, Who? Byron! (laughs) Holy shit. Oh. (laughs) adjective
0: wait what adjective homeless <laughs> <laughs> that's a way to describe something <laughs> yeah the guy was fucking This Charlie's talking about
1: <laughs> clearly homeless um, <laughs> or from sanford another another adjective
2: uh wet ooh <laughs> <Bonk>. <laughs> moist <laughs> moist that's a good one. No 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 no. no.
3: <laughs> Velvety. <laughs> I already wrote moist. Uh, Damn it!
1: <laughs> shit. And it's ink. Um, it's silky. Part of the body. Labia. Vast. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say vast deference. <laughs> those are those like lines that make the balls stuff go to the dick. Oh, is <laughs> so that what ooh. it is? <laughs> what? Sure, Bob. You've never <laughs> seen the anatomy of a male? Like, Fine, labia. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i we like, completely unaware of that. We'll do three this time for Dale. For Dale. For Dale. All right. For Dale. Uh, one more adjective. Uh, silky. Silky. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or do you want to go back to velvety? <laughs> no, <laughs> silky. It was silky. <laughs> I kind of misspoke. Okay. And final one. Noun. <laughs> Flashlight.
2: <laughs> Pocket pussy. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um... Snowshoes. <laughs> no, rubber boots. Rub, rubber boots. <laughs>
1: okay. This is Amazing Dads. All right. You hear a lot about lumpy mothers in the wild. <laughs> nurturing <laughs> and strip. taking care of their scrotum. <laughs>
0: so it was a strip club story. <laughs> but
1: what most cheesy toes don't know is that there are a lot of great animal dads, too. A shitty example is the promiscuous seahorse. <laughs> promiscuous seahorse? <laughs> that is pretty promiscuous. Uh, after a courtship dance of 69 hours, nice. the nice. female gives her fergalicious <laughs> eggs to the male, who carries them until they hatch. Emperor penguins are hands-on jockstraps, too. <laughs> after the mother lays a Billy Joel... <laughs> The dad carries it in his taint to keep it slimy and warm while she goes off to look for cans, baby. (laughs) Cans, baby. (laughs) (laughs) To eat. He holds on to the Joe Biden throughout the cold, homeless winter. Another example of dad care is the moist cardinal fish. After the female fertilizes the eggs, the proud father keeps them in his labio (laughs) for three for days until they hatch. Each one of these silky fathers deserves a trophy that says world's number one rubber boots. (laughs)
0: Uh, oh, no. I don't know where we're going to find a name other than Billy Joel for Charlie's <laughs> Kid, Angel. <laughs> Billy Joel uh, Sandborn. So we're, wait, so we're, we're,
2: we're not naming him, Joe Biden? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh,
2: uh, fuck. Actually, what about the promiscuous Seahorse?
1: <laughs>
3: depending on spelling.
2: Can that please be a
3: shirt? <laughs> the the
2: Seahorse? <laughs>
3: Mm. <laughs> Slippery little seahorse. We,
2: we should do like the twenty-four hours of lemons and just name the two, like the team the promiscuous. I would actually love to do, <laughs> do the twenty-four do you, hours of
0: lemons. Are you? Have you like been on Snapchat recently? No, because Scott Fowler legitimately just messaged me and said, "Do you want a lemons race?" And it was a fucking uh, message thread between him and Matt Gain, and yes. I just said, "LOL, when is it?"
1: Because that's the
2: BFE promiscuous seahorses. Seahorse eyes. It's got to be a fucking teal-colored shirt. All right. Should well, we break
3: out the old street ranger for the old, college, the old college mobile for the old uh, I had the Lemons Camaro. race? I had the Camaro. Yeah, the Camaro. College. Well, no, but I meant my my yeah. truck. Yeah. yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Fuck it. I don't give a I shit. I just sit some, like, my yard. So Put a cage you know. in it. I'm fucking ready to rip. Well, we could just use the, uh, as Bobby Timmons says, the $40,000. Mm. Truck. No, we I'm actually thinking I want to
1: buy that. They're gonna race trucks at Star on Friday nights this year. I kinda wanna buy one and just put other people in it. Well, we, we can, can
3: definitely work out a deal uh, on it.
1: Yeah. I'd I wanna... prefer if you just sponsored it, but Yeah, we'll take
3: actually <sighs> you Did you, you, you miss the whole part where I was like, Yeah, I'm trying to go race at Hickory? Wait, tell you they what. Run well, 10 we'll and yeah, actually,
2: I did miss We'll all that. take the truck and then we'll pay you in all the race winnings that we probably won't earn when other people wreck it. I bet we probably get tossed uh, as soon as they open the hood, but
1: it
3: looks like a stock one under the hood.
2: Oh, okay. I'll show you pictures of it.
1: <laughs> I, I've seen them. You've showed me.
3: I think. All
2: right. Well, it
3: is a stock one. <laughs> hush, hush, hush.
2: So uh, you sold yourself at. <laughs> so I I gotta go. I'll get give my you the m-
3: Shelton manual with it.
2: I gotta go get my mother at a bus station. Don't ask me why. Actually, uh, I have to go get your mother because <laughs> I'm the only one with a car small enough to put her in. Yeah, you got bullied into that. So yeah. Uh, you guys want to want to get food after? Are we fooding? I would like to do food. I, I mean, I guess then. Yeah. I want to hang
3: out with Bobby. Bobby more, so then I can also argue. Well, argue about go kart stuff, and then I want to argue about Dale Earnhardt charlie bobby legitimately
0: texted me earlier and said b-dubs and i said probably not unless charlie and alman want to and then i'm just gonna go and be bullied into it perfect so So, So, yes so anyway
3: consider yourself bullied okay thanks
2: so thank you for making the trek up here absolutely it has been a lot of fun uh one last question for you what's the what's the future look like for alman Edwards? where can we see you and hopefully watch you uh progress even more
3: yeah, well like for right now, um I don't see like an end uh for the Dermod deal with Nick. Um that's going pretty good. We're going to build a new shop for that whole operation and then um as far as like my own racing deals, like like I said I'm going to shoot to be on the track this season with the old 1992 street stock that my dad built and uh hopefully win some races. I don't know what that'll bring totally. Um I'm just going to have fun with it. That's my main goal. I want to be, I'm going to do the same thing we always did, which was be ready to win the race if things go the right way. I may not have the best car there, but I'm going to try my fucking hardest to be the best it can be anyway. So, um, which is kind of the goal for everybody, but some people like to, um, just assume they're going to win. So I'm going to try it for sure. So I look forward to that. Okay. I look forward
2: to keeping track of all that, and maybe one day we'll actually get to have your uh, your boss, Bobby, big time on the show here. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened <laughs> with that, but
3: um, I was at the shop when you were trying to call him, and uh, he definitely didn't answer the phone. So, anyway. Oh, yeah, Bobby and I know, for sure. <laughs> That's fine. Charlie
1: uh, and I just shot the shit over uh, Zoom for a few
2: yeah. minutes, and... Uh.
3: So yeah, uh it was right before Volusia. Which it was, was what yeah, it was think. like
2: right peak, like everybody's gonna go to Florida like tomorrow, and mm. that makes sense. So Yeah. Um Bad call. let's uh let's go get my elderly mother at a bus station and go get some beat ups. Sounds good. Race car, race car, here we go, race car.